Hey everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television. Recapping shows like Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celeb reality shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia. Hi, it is episode... What, what episode We're on is four, this? four of season two. It's felt like a million years. I don't know if it's just because I don't I'm have taking... the episode title for like the first time ever, though. Uh, it's called Jelly on the Telly. <laughs> Jelly on the Telly? What a terrible... Yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Does it make sense? I don't know what the telly has to do. I mean, I guess because this is a television show. I. What does the jelly refer to? Jelly, like, shaking it. Like butts? Yeah. Like butts. That's what I, okay. Anyway, welcome, everybody. <laughs> Hello. If it's your first, second, millionth time, I'm doing this intro horribly. I am a hack. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell friends who don't suck. We appreciate every single review. They've still been coming in. It's so exciting. Thank you so much. We we love all of you. Yes, uh, thank you. You can watch along with us if you need your memory refreshed by checking it out on Hulu or our personal recommendation, Tubi TV. Tubi is the best. Free for you and me. It's been mostly pretty good i'm i'm doing so bad at this today hopefully i make more sense when the actual episode We're starts good. no you're doing fine relax <sighs> all right <laughs> Ooh, more importantly we have a guest with us today coming all the way thankfully from the west coast to give us some west coast perspective my friend kalila hey hi hi <laughs> Hi, oh my goodness. Hi. <laughs> so tell us uh, a little bit about your background with the show, how you feel about watching it again, all of that uh, fun stuff. <laughs> well, um, I remember watching the first season of Flavor of Love back when it came on on VH1 and um, a lot of their other celeb reality shows. I vaguely remember season two. There's like people I remember seeing like Delicious and um uh oh my god 54 and Crenshaw like I don't oh uh, Safari, Safari. <laughs> yeah, that's how I remember her name for a long time um and yeah rewatching so I so I watched the premiere to season two and I was like oh my gosh this is so problematic so yeah <laughs> it's been a it's yeah. been a journey. <laughs> absolutely oh my gosh that is and this episode too it is oh yeah this this one i feel like every episode so far has been like a different kind of problematic this week we delve into a little bit of slut shaming yes a lot of bit of slut shaming different types of slut shaming we may need to now implement a problematic moment of the week i can't <laughs> i don't want to give I don't want to give these give it problematic and... lines as much yeah. like clout as the iconic lines of the week. Not that the iconic lines of the week are for their own are not problematic in their own right, but it, it, a more fun, lighthearted, less sinister implication, you know, to them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like to be fair. I feel like the whole episode seems to be. <laughs> I yeah no we we tried and found one line that was more funny than it was it really makes me interested with like all the other shows that we're eventually going to recap like I... how problematic those ones are so like because I've, I've never seen charm school as you know right but i'm assuming that one's probably gonna have a lot of shit on. i was thinking about it and about charm school i don't know kalila did you watch charm school at all not really i think when did it come on i think i saw like a few episodes from it but i didn't generally like so watch 
when this season ends almost immediately i love new york starts after i love new york ends i think it's either i think that it's right in between the first season of i love new york and the first season of rock of love so somewhere shortly after, I guess within about a year or so from all of this happening, if I remember correctly, and I might be, and I feel like I've been hyping up Charm School so much, but I'm mm-hmm. starting to think back and I'm like, I feel like it is also going to be very slut shamey, respectability politics type stuff. So I'm curious to see how that works out. Uh, well, Sarah, one of your favorite lines kind of oh uh, well obviously well simplify that which which one the when you do clownery thingy? oh whore like i uh, <laughs> i guess you could call that line my problematic fave the whore jumped out and then it jumped back in <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's so good monique is what a mess and then also as yeah. we've established a couple times rock of love is really sinister like at least you can chalk some of flavor of love's antics up to them just being you know young women who are like looking to have fun and like we're definitely nobody is their best self at 22 23 years old certainly and these women are no exception but the rock of love women are older and definitely come across a lot more damaged yeah uh I don't know. So it's going to be it's going to be a journey. I feel like uh, hopefully this doesn't end up too depressing. For Charm School, was it only people from Flavor of Love or was it also people from Rock of Love? So they had a char- uh, a Charm School uh, Flavor of Love season hosted by Monique that was all women from season one and season two. Then there was a Rock of Love Charm School hosted by Shannon Sh- Sharon Osborne. That was, I believe, Rock of Love season one and two, maybe just one. So they did the Charm School based on the shows. They didn't really mix, it seems. No. Well, then they do season three of Charm School, which is a mix of, I think, Rock of Love season three and I believe Real Chance of Love. Ooh. So. Oh, I'm excited for that one, too. R.I.P. Real oh that's right he's dead i think about that oh, a lot. yeah his brother <laughs> yeah i think about that a lot oh i probably shouldn't be laughing yeah. that sounds really fucked up that i'm laughing i'm not laughing that he's dead i loved him but yeah no i'm i think i'm most excited to go to i love new york because i just love laughing at terrible men yeah i did i did see i love new york definitely i mean every, i don't i, I think everybody watched that oh my god yeah no everybody everybody watched i love new york is a brother that shows up? No, that oh, the brother that real. Oh, chance yes, yes, and real yes, yes. are the brothers. Yes, yes. they yeah. they're in this together. The aspiring rappers. Yeah, they definitely are <laughs> that. <laughs> and then they gave them their own show. That's bonkers. They, were they only good got TV, one season uh... though. No, they were. I mean, they were really great TV. Like it was like Chance was like a mess, and then Real was like a nice guy, but just kind of like goofy looking. And they just kind of balanced each other out, I guess. And then it worked out. Hmm. I don't know. At that point. I don't know. I don't even know if New York comes back for that one. I don't I don't remember. But either way, Flavor of Love, back on this shit that's launched a thousand Instagram models. Yes, we fought. Fi- 
Sorry. We, no, no. Please, I mean, that was so true. Like, I was like, oh, I wonder where so and so is. And I was like, oh, you're on Instagram. Got yeah, it. no, I've got a whole, I've got a series of thoughts about Delicious later on, but we'll get to her. But yeah, let's get into it. So, yeah, we're on season two, episode four, and it's Jelly on the Telly. Jelly on the Telly. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Episode starts off, we're going to get to a flavor gram very shortly, but it starts off with Nibbles and Toasty and Flav's bed. I uh, and even, I was going to say, even I, in her talking I, head, I, Toasty always seems like she's on something. Yeah, no, but that's not what I was. I just, you know, I try to live a life, a pleasant life. And you know what's an awful way to start the day? Imagining Flavor Flav having sex. Yeah. Like I, I mean, woke up, I woke up to take notes and I had to, that was like the first thing in this episode. I needed to imagine him having, having sex. Or not having sex. Ooh, <laughs> good point. Scandalous. <laughs> we do, right? Well, so we'll get to that because I have thoughts, I have thoughts on that as well. Yeah. Uh, which also I have in my notes. I have a terrible question and I'm sorry, everyone. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Because if I have to think about it, you have to think about it too. Everybody at home and on air with me right now. Do you think that when Flavor Flav comes, he yells out, Flavor Flav? I hope not. <laughs> or yeah, boy. I feel like he has I, to, right? Yeah, boy, definitely. But not Flavor Flav. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I, I guess yelling at your own name makes it weird, grosser, right? Yeah. I, I feel, feel like, like maybe okay. you, uh, no. <laughs> if he's on like, camera yeah i would say yes well because like when he does it he like has both so he's got nibbles and toasty like cuddled up on him and he like is like stretching and he's like yeah boy like one of he yells out one of his things and i'm like oh my god he probably does that when he comes oh yeah that's just yeah. how i started my day it's a weird thought Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so completely out of the realm of possibility, considering this whole episode is about did she or didn't she jerk did him you? off? Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, we start off the day with the flavorgram. Wait, where... no, you skipped. Hold what on. am I skipping now? Did All that happened skip? was they woke up in the bed. What could I possibly oh, have missed? So I just am talking. Well, it's it's important for the context of the episode later on. No, that yes. Nibbles calls details. Toasty her homegirl, which makes sense because they're both bisexual, sex positive. You know, I well, Nibbles is more Nibbles of a sex is the icon. Yes, Nibbles is a sex positivity icon. Toasty is aspiring. She feels like, Nibble says she feels like today is going to be an interesting day. She is not wrong. But then again, you're on a reality show. So what day is going to be boring? Every day is going to be Literally producer intervention to make sure it's not boring. <laughs> Toasty points out that she wants Flav, but she does not want to share him at all, ever. Which makes you think, did something happen? Or at least that she wasn't involved in it. Because you, it's set up in the beginning where you think like the two most outright sexual people are the ones in the bed with him the two most willing to be involved in a threesome and then we spend most of the episode wondering did they didn't they also i want to strangle flave through the screen because he is talking almost exclusively in rhymes in his talking heads at this point i have them in my notes they are after elimination what the heck got to my room and it was in full effect and then something about in bed with me at the same time g and i'm like you are fucking what did we call him during the episode with alvin again 
a, a got well i've been calling well, him, we a call him like the rumble stilt skin kind yeah of thing, like a flavor stilt skin just it's actually very fitting <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. that's what he said the clock is like the secret to you it's know troll thing whatever. yeah that's like what he needs to stay alive it's like got souls in it or something like what a i just he's the worst anyway back to the flavor gram mike go ahead yes um so we find out that they have to put on their best dancing shoes and the three best b-girls will get their solo-ish dates with flavor thank you i'm glad you caught that too the private solo type date the solo type yeah what does that mean like what is a solo type date either it's a solo date or it's not yeah, that really doesn't make sense. I and it ends up maybe being someone a solo else date. could be around, but yeah, they it all do. It ends up being a solo date. So what does he say? It's solo type date. Maybe they changed what they thought was going to happen. That's true. Buckwild, because it's obviously clear that this is a dancing-based challenge, Buckwild, for some reason, asks if she's like, I don't know, maybe he'll take us square dancing, which, why? Well, you got to expect a twist. Every time he gives them something, something always comes up. Why would I just... I Everything. I get that. I get that. But like <laughs> Flav is like a hip hop person. <laughs> like why would he why would he take them square dancing? Like Flav wouldn't even I don't know. Flav says in his talking head that he needs a a girl who will embrace his hip hop music uh because he wants to make sure that this never happens again. I did like that. What that. is this? A flashback to Strange Love. Where Brigitte is on stage with him with Public Enemy doing it's not like, dancing. Yeah, uh, we need a different. What is word. it? It's like yeah, like D, flailing. Yes, D, I think that's the perfect. Yeah, word. it's Sweet D from uh, It's Always Sunny. Oh like, yeah, like wacky arm inflatable <sighs> tube man dancing. Uh, yeah. For a recap of that episode, by the way, check out the Snap Back to Reality podcast. Hi. Riley, if you're listening, we were on her show as well, recapping Flavor of Love. Uh, definitely go back, check that out because what the shit? Yeah, very Strange good. Strange Love, great show. Strange Love is. I'm, I'm like sad and happy we didn't go back to it. Just, yeah, just yeah, Brigitte. That was just been a weird time. <laughs> it was all a weird time. Just this is all a weird time. Yeah. So. <laughs> So all the ladies meet Flav downstairs. I think that he's at this point really leaning into his inner Hugh Hefner because he's greeting them in pajamas and a robe. Oh, he was in a robe. Yeah. I think he's done that a couple of times. He's like, unless he's going out somewhere, he's in pajamas around the house. I've noticed. Well, he's doing his thing and he's probably like, all right, I want to go back to sleep. And he does his little Well, I mean, fair, but also I just kind of feel like, especially because you've got a house full of women that like true you know he's living he's like, it, yeah the fantasy yeah flave so flave, at the bottom of the stairs there are three people waiting with him he introduces them as trisha miranda who for some reason i took an exorbitant amount of notes on he credits her as having traveled with beyonce she actually was a backup dancer for beyonce as well as destiny's child she choreographed Missy Elliott's 2015 Super Bowl performance. Oh, wow. Fun fact about her. You can kind of, you see her now uh, working with the Millennium Dance Company. If you don't know who they are off the top of your head, you've probably seen one of their videos or one of her videos. It's basically the dance studio where it's like a couple people do the same type of choreography over and over and they're in a red 
dance studio. That's hers? It's yeah. not just her, but she's one of the oh, people wow. who works with them. Yeah. You show me those videos. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So anyway, so back to her backup dancing credits, just because we need to talk about the 2000s every chance I get. <laughs> she, Like I said, so she worked with uh, Beyonce, Destiny's Child, Prince, Britney Spears, Neo, J-Lo, Usher, all very impressive credits. Some of, right. Some of the best people known for their performances and or dancing, as well as, this was my favorite credit, Tom Cruise. I'm assuming it's for that movie. Tropic Thunder. That's yep. what I'm thinking. I can't, I wow. haven't confirmed it, but I feel like it is a Tropic Thunder Ooh. related performance. That's all I could think of. Just, right? Yeah. Also, because like I, I do take dance classes and stuff like that and watch YouTube. When I saw her show up, I was like, whoa, wait, hold up. <laughs> oh, like, you recognized her. Yeah, I knew who she was. And I was just like, she was on here. <laughs> and I was like, completely flabbergasted. <laughs> That's I was, so funny. I like had, I mean, she's got incredible, she's got really great credits. Yes. Like, she's like, all her stuff is really good. Like, she's really talented. But I it was, was thinking- just like, how? No, just yeah. like, how? How did you? I mean, it's L.A., so I guess, but, like, also how? I mean, (laughs) this was, like, a huge show at this point. Like, it wasn't as much of a joke. It wasn't as big of a joke then. This was, like, oh, this was big-time TV. I think, according to, like, my timeline, I had established that she had just either was about to go on tour with Beyonce or had just finished a tour with Beyonce. So, like, she was, like, riding pretty high, like, with some solid credits. And, you know, I guess that she was like oh let me get more name recognition because at that point Beyonce isn't like that it wasn't the same kind of credit like it is now you know (laughs) saying I went on tour with Beyonce it was a big deal but not like it would be like oh I went on the formation tour with her so the next was the person who I recognized Tommy the Clown I had loved him did you ever see the documentary Rise R-I-Z-E about crumping I I did see that I think uh, it's great Anybody who hasn't seen it, watch it. It's it's really it's a really interesting story and just different people and the life. I love a good dance documentary, honestly. Mad Hot Ballroom yeah. is one of my favorites too. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he the legitimate inventor? Yeah, no, he's yeah. like the person associated, like largely associated with. Okay, the I thought there was movement. another name, but there is. There's because the, the documentary follows a couple different people, okay. but he's kind of he's the one, yeah. he's one of Pretty he's one of if of not. It. Yes, 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 yes. That's cool. He's still still at it, still going, like, good for him. Still looks great. Like, he looks great, by the way. I don't know. Just side note, out of clown makeup. Just if you want to check him out on Instagram. I don't know. And then somebody who I couldn't get her name down. And Asia One. One. Yeah. And then I tried to Google her, She's and there. I couldn't find anything. Oh, yeah. Now, she was big in, like, the mid-2000s. So, look, we all recognize somebody. That's what, yeah, because he <laughs> yeah. popped the name, and I was like, I know I've heard that. So I went back and I actually I found her on YouTube and uh, it's around like the 06 time. But yeah, she used to be in like competitions and shit. She's really good. Okay. Her biggest, I mean, you could see it pretty much. She does, you know, they do their little like, hey, show off a little bit. So they all kind of do a little thing. And I don't know what the, obviously the movie's called, but where you do the spin where you keep like wheeling your legs around and you roll on your shoulders. Yeah. Like she does that kind of shit a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like he, so he says she's the number one b-boy artist in the world. I feel like that's Flav just also hyped. Yeah, I mean, like, because I mean, what else are her credits, like, compared to the other two, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, she's just, like, good at it. There's, you know, because, like, I also have in my notes, too, this is actually, I'm bringing back 2000s Fashion Quarter now that there are fewer people, but she has an outfit that I can only describe as comically hip-hop. Like, she looks like... Yeah. She's got... I know, but well, it looks silly. Like it just looks silly on her. It's just weird because, like that time period, like the early two thousands, clothes was like we were coming back from the nineties where things were super big, and the two thousands, like fashion, was just like whatever we can get because it's kind of the future, but we don't know how to dress. That's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> well, like, I, you know what it is because no, that's such a good way to yeah. describe it because I feel like it's so classically kind of b-boy influence but also very 2000s like the materials and like she's got yeah. so she's got like her her fitted hat like cocked to the side oh no was it a fitted hat or was it a, i forgot if it was a fitted hat or a or like a, a, or a not even a oh, snapback no, it a but it was a no i'm positive it was a hat but if it was a uh a fitted or if it was a trucker cap which would also uh, be a snapback i know but like it's but, <laughs> but not all snapbacks are trucker hats like it's like but all trucker it's, hats like a re- it's like a rectangle and a, and a square not all not all snapbacks are trucker hats but, but all, all trucker yes. hats are snapbacks That's, awesome. yeah yeah but anyway she's got these big like i wanted to call them athletic shorts but they look like that weird sort of i don't know how like to explain it pants, yeah but like they're that weird cream? cargo pant material yes they're like the junko jeans of shorts yeah, but they weren't denim. They were like well, that's what I said. Of you know, it just was like that very nylon? weird. Yes. Yeah, yeah, weird nylon. Yes. weird. And then she's got just high socks and sneakers on, which is just funny in comparison to like what's her name, Trisha, who's like dressed very I don't know choreographer chic of the two thousands. That's all I can say. It was a Capri heavy yeah. episode across the board. Very. <laughs> Side note, I looked up Trisha Miranda on um, IMDb just to see. I was like, oh, I wonder mm-hmm. if it was for Tropic Thunder. There is mis- She is listed for like miscellaneous crew and actress and self and stuff, but nothing about Flavor of Love and nothing about um, Tropic Thunder. Tropic I, Thunder. So I mean, I don't, I don't blame her. I also wonder, because oh, yes. like my thinking is if, if it wasn't necessarily in Tropic Thunder, if it was like, you know when Tom Cruise just went around a while promoting the movie in costume? Like in his full getup, like yeah, I, I feel guess, like it's the kind of thing like where yeah. if if he would have performed at like let's say a MTV Movie Awards and there yeah. were more elaborate backup dancers, like that's where I'm thinking she would have been included. I mean, I don't know where else Tom See, Cruise had, would th- have had backup dancers. I was thinking so. risky business, but she was probably too no. young at that time. No, she yeah. was yeah. like he did underwear dance scene. Yeah, but she wouldn't. She would have been too young to choreograph it, I know, and there was no other. Young. Like we're. T- I think this was like backup. I'm talking about as a backup dancer. She didn't. Chore- also, that's not choreographed. That's like spur of the moment dancing. I don't know. Anyway, they planned it. Everybody, like all the three coaches, as we find out that they are, uh, demonstrate their skills. Everybody's cheering and clapping. What I assume is on beat but the music they have edited in is so off of the clapping that they're doing in real time that it's like who can tell bucky is excited because she knows that she can do this we find out that that is more or less a lie so the teams are 
Oh, so one team. Yes, we need of the, of the details. Team. Okay, so the one team. This detail over here. I'm sorry that I care. <laughs> I'm sorry that no, I have no, passion. No. I gotta give criticism where I can because I never get to. Not everybody is actively watching the show along with us, although you should. Not everybody has time to watch the show, so I'm just trying to set the scene for the people who have other shit going on in That's their right. lives. I'm, I'm trying to throw in some details. You're okay. So it's gonna they're gonna get broken up into three teams. Of the team that wins, all three team members will each get their own date. Yeah. So on Tommy's team is Bucky, B two full. Beautiful. Just I know it's it. I know it's beautiful, but I have to point out that it's B two full <laughs> every single time. So Bucky beautiful and toasty on trisha's team it's crazy delicious and nibbles and asia's team is like that buck wild and boots all right now before we go on i have two questions yes i made sure i said before anything happened and you only heard the teams yes who did you think or which team was going to like impress and win and out of all the girls who individually did did you think was going to stand out? You mean and an honest answer? I, no. Before if, I, before any, all you heard was who the coaches and the teams were. Okay. What team did you think was going to win? And then overall, which girl individually did you think was going to be the best? Khalila, you want to go first? <laughs> uh, sure. Well, because I already knew who Trisha Miranda was, I was like, oh, I I would imagine her team would win. And like the three girls that were picked, I was like, oh, well, I could see them being able to dance. Right. Um, yeah, you would think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh individually. Oh man, I don't even know. Like I guess I guess delicious. Like it was just like seeing the groups and seeing the three choreographers, I was like, yeah. I feel I just felt that whoever was on Trisha's team will probably look yeah good. Not doubting the other two choreographers, but just because I didn't know what their wheelhouse as far as dancers go and one of them had buck wild and the other one had toasty so (laughs) (laughs) So anything could have happened yeah uh i think that i i feel like i kind of had the same thinking where it's like tommy was the only one i knew but more importantly the only thing i really remember from this is bucky ripping her shirt open so oh, I was yeah. like, so you had oh, a little bit of an idea beforehand. Yeah, I was okay. like, she had to be the one who won. I should have just assumed that whoever was sexiest would have won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's because I was with, I was with Khalil on this one. I picked Trisha's group. Yeah, I, I went into it. I was like, with who she has, the three that she got. I was like, she's going to be able to put something together. And as you're saying, almost with the sexiness aspect. Also, delicious just was on. To- I brought this up. I think an episode or two ago, but like Candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta just did a like burlesque, a touring burlesque show, and Delicious was in it and dancing, like doing choreo. So interesting. Good for her, I guess. She was a new face. I did think Toasty <laughs> might have shown off a little though. At the, like I was going into it, like Toasty might be able to because she's always doing splits and shit. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, maybe she could do something a little fun. I mean, but, she, uh, she can certainly with, do fun things. But with who she had being on Tommy's team, yeah. I thought it was the wrong coach. Yeah, I guess. Because her doing splits, you're not doing like Trump splits. Like, it's not like, Yeah, that's you know. true. 
I think he, yeah, she would have been better suited on another team. But either way, Crazy is mad at Delicious still for going up to Flav's room that time. Which I think is why they're paired together. Yeah. Oh, oh, so much of this is producers being like trying to create drama amongst the two of them. So she's crazy, says she wants to win because she wants to, so she could spend the time. She wants to win so she could spend the time with Flav that she wants to. I don't know if that makes sense. But she wants either time way, with Flav. No, I, no, no, that I understood. That's not the part that I didn't understand. I just didn't know if I had written it wrong. Sis, you had him out there until 6 a.m. like two, three days ago. Okay. Like you, you spent valid, a, a good amount of time with him. Like a lot <clears> more time with him than a lot of these. Well, not a lot of them, but like several of these women have so far. So like in the premiere, so only because I watched the premiere and the season four episode, and like they did a recap on the season four, and all I saw was like clips of Crazy and Flavor of Love, like hanging out together, as well as when they yeah, did yeah the they did they the season. I I saw very quickly when I had it when I pulled it up on Hulu that they did hype up like she did she they were basically it was a couple episodes ago no last episode right. Basically, they were supposed to have like a one-on-one date. He was supposed to do a series of one-on-one dates with other women, like late at night too, she after elimination. And he just stayed with her all night. Like the rest of them were all awake and waiting for him to be done with her. And then it's, you know, God knows what time in the morning, and like she's finally strong. Yeah. Well, no, it was four something. But then she said she saw the sun coming up when she finally got back into bed. Yeah. So it was easily till five, six in the morning, and she's like, "Oh, I want to spend time with him." It's like you got a lot of time with him. Sorry, that was just annoying. I'm kind of, I'm very over crazy. I love her. Of course <laughs> you do. I think she might be my favorite so far from seasons one and two. Okay, put relax. her over hoops. Asia. Asia's team, like, so we go to see all of the teams individually. But we figure out they have an hour. Flav says, I'll see you guys in an hour. In an hour to put a. Which I don't know if that's true because we've been through this with timeline stuff. Or uh, Riley brought it up on hers with uh, it's like surreal life. When you look at their time frames, they'll be like, oh, you have this amount of time. And then, like, they, you could see, like, clocks in the background and stuff. Oh, all changing? It, oh, yeah. And oh, it's I didn't off. notice that. It'll be, like, six or seven hours. This one, I feel like it's. <laughs> I feel like they probably had longer than an hour, but they just said that for the show. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got a bunch of non-dancing-ass people trying to learn how to dance. Or the, the choreographers. Except for Bucky. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or the choreographers right. were told in advance who they're going to have and be like, try to think of something you could put together before you come to the show. Oh, this maybe. way they could at least have a good clear idea so we get a quick look at asia's team she's basically trying to teach them some basic yes. you know b-boying type moves good strut like that is still trying to suss out buck wild for being fake ghetto says that buck wild dances like a white girl but i feel like i so it ends up looking worse her actual dancing ends up looking worse but i feel like at this point she's not so far i feel like i've just seen worse i'm not trying to say that it's great buck wild i've seen worse dancing than buck wild's dancing (laughs) and i think that if she just i think and this is true for a lot of f6 people who can't really dance that sometimes if you just chill out with your arms you'll look you'll be closer to on beat like your dancing won't look as bad kind of like hitch you gotta kind of stay in somewhat of a safe zone yeah keep it calm keep it cool don't spin around. <laughs> so like that is showcasing her skills, whatever. She's 
twerking or whatever and Buckwild. But Buckwild, despite the fact that apparently like that is so sick of her bullshit, Buckwild is still hyping her up. But she's yelling, go big girl. And I'm like, did she say that was okay to yell at her? Yeah. Like, it was a lot, right? Like She's not going to want to start shit with her, though. I mean, I know no. it just was a. It just anyone was like, in the house you don't want to, it's her because she'll just get whether you know they're not going to fight, but you're never going to hear the end of it. Mm. Yeah, she's a yeller. Uh, so Tommy's team is up next. We see a little bit of them. Oh, he puts them great. on the spot to oh, see yeah. what their skills are. Beautiful. I wrote down that I feel like, and I and I fact check my dates on this to make sure, but she has seen one too many episodes of the Wade Robson project because oh she was God. doing a lot of that like specific pop locking kind of choreo, but still sexy hairography, you know, oh, yeah. like she spent a lot of time in her room dancing but- to like Britney and stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah. Wade Robson, Darren Henson, Sans Groove. Yes. <laughs> Darren, oh my God. That's what I was thinking. There was another one of these that I was thinking of, and that's what it is. Yeah. She seemed like the kind of kid who spent a lot of time in her room doing I'm that. I'm not saying that I had that VHS tape, but I know. <laughs> I would not judge you because I really wanted it. You can probably find it on YouTube. At oh, point. I'm sure. At this point, definitely. I love this scene, though. I thought this was hilarious. Bucky mm-hmm. gives toasty shit for not being able to dance, but I feel like for this purpose, her stripper dancing works. She can only do strip dancing. But, but if this was an actual it's dance still competition, kind of dancing. I mean, if this was an actual dance competition or or a show where you're not competing for somebody's affection, stripper dancing might not be effective. But if you're yeah. literally trying to seduce someone, why wouldn't you do sexy dancing? Well, it kind of looked like it was working on Big Rick. Big Rick? <laughs> no, so Big Rick. His I, little cut. They were shaking their I know, butts I was towards him. To and you literally see his head kind of tilted looking down. He's smiling and just nodding his head. Well, it's awesome i mean but that was the thing i didn't really feel i don't know if this is just be looking more kindly on him but like it didn't come across to me like he was being creepy checking them out like he certainly was enjoying the view but i think also he was just kind of like you know bopping on his own he's doing that later on too like he's just like in his own little world like low-key busting a move you know i picture him that being being that bouncer that you like tells you to get down off the speakers but like is like cool about it yeah <laughs> like he'll speaking? help you down right he'll push you <laughs> right exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah bucky is definitely the best though but i feel like she's still kind of dancing lackluster i don't know she thinks she's too cute for all of this i'm kind of sick of her shit too. i mean none of them really are that great no none of them no next we go to <laughs> no not a one next we go to trisha's team I I actually laughed out loud during this moment because it's this perfect shot of they're in a line. So the three women on this team are in a line. Yes. Crazy is in front. Delicious kind of sexily, you know, pushes her down. And they both body roll out of the way for Nibbles to be standing in the middle looking at them like, the fuck is you doing? Like, she just gives this like, what the fuck? I don't think it's that. I face. think she's, she's just awkward oh she's definitely uncomfortable she says that but like it just was like so funny the face she made in this moment that was just like girl what the fuck delicious gives her <laughs> shit for being for not being able to dance although it seems to me more like she has she has rhythm she just can't do choreography she's also sh- i think yeah. she's just very shy in this at like one-on-one oh well she's not shy at i mean all. we saw a video yeah, of her like, uh... we saw a video of her not being especially shy one-on-one so you know 
that's not even one on one that's like one on camera one on right one on her that works yeah yeah no so like we know that she can move she just like isn't good i mean that's i'm i'm like that i'm terrible dancing. at choreography but i can dance like i'm on beat yeah like i don't Why are you know giving me that where to uh-oh. what what's up <laughs> 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 well delicious had a good line well though no, i was looking because it's more of the yeah like you're not the like b-boy like kick your legs out and like no, no. all over no okay you were you giving me a look dance. i was concerned no, I... I was concerned that you were trying to imply something but no. we're good okay it's fine sorry kalila what were you saying <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> let me get my shovel so i could dig a little deeper <laughs> um oh man now i'm turning well like nibbles like her i think yeah like choreography for her is like brain to body i don't think she could figure it out but she could do the best she could yeah or like she I, could do her own thing yeah she ended up doing fine you know i mean yeah. well well she started well, drinking yes which definitely helps, helps. definitely <laughs> oh delicious definitely helps you um too. also improvise but we'll get there now mind um. you i i i love occasionally checking in on timestamps of the episode because you think to yourself like all right how much i i started doing this when i watch svu to like get a sense of where the case is gonna go but i like to check in on the times of this just to give an idea like oh how much of the episode is devoted to this fuckery we are six minutes into the episode when the competition starts oh yeah no they went quick (laughs) it is very like it is very much like let's get this competition out of the way so we can get to the rest of the we're not wasting any time yeah. Uh, Tommy's team goes first. They are all in backwards hats, tank tops, and cargo capris. What a time. Mm. <laughs> you know, and what's sad is like, you know, they're going to come back in like five years. Yeah. It's coming. Well, What's wrong with that? Stuff that I wore in middle school is already right. that. So I'm having a very big concern about what will be. I, I, right? Because I remember there was a period of time where we were all like, ew, 90 stuff is so ugly. And now we're all like, 2000 stuff is so ugly. And it's like, oh my God, it's back. You ever think those pants that also have shorts like that you could zip? Or you yeah, could that's zip what's the pants coming. You think that's coming back? Uh-huh. I love those. Those were oh, fantastic. Like the where you can make your pants into shorts? Yeah. yeah. I'm a thousand percent sure they're already back. Oh, <laughs> no, I would awesome. not be shocked, right? Yeah. <laughs> how, how many times in your life have you gone somewhere and you're like, oh my God, I'm so warm. I should have worn shorts. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. I could just turn these into shorts now. Yeah, but the problem is they don't look good. Like they look yeah. like- Well, you see you the fold over them. zip You look thing. like you yeah. unzip them. It's like having a fly for your knees. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I did not Yeah, the- um. Oh, do you remember the rip-away pants? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they weirdly came back I or for, like, I've noticed in a lot of dance videos that a lot of the girls would be wearing them. And instead of, like, it was the bottom button is buttoned and the top one is. So you can see the leg while they're dancing. Huh. So I've noticed that a lot. Huh. <laughs> so like assuming... the basketball style, Yeah, right? like the breakaway yeah. pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a pair of those. Those yeah. suck, though. I felt like People I used to have them, them buttoned until about, like, the knee, and then they would flare out. Like, that's how I wore them back in the day. So, so you left the bottom out. couple buttons open. The bottom couple buttons open, so they would be, like, flare. I mean, because, like, bootcut jeans are a thing. <laughs> like, more flare jeans. Because this is before skinny jeans were, like, really a thing. Mm-hmm. anyway back to this disaster so <laughs> i don't so, think this first group was that bad no i just mean the show as a oh. whole like the whole flavor of love franchise uh <laughs> toasty does a cartwheel into a split unsurprisingly for all the shit that she got 
beautiful was a very lazy kind of dancer she didn't do it she just was like she kept going to her go-to move which is like she bent over till her knees touched her elbows type thing you know and just kind of doing it like oh fine like bored was that her where it was just her shaking her butt to the camera kind of but like not even like kind of it's like she's very forgettable it's like the hooters version of south park where they're called raisins and all they do is go up to the guys with their butts toward them and they're like you know i know it's crushing (laughs) but they're like bouncing up and down a little the whole time hey how are you you know like yeah Yeah, no i gotta find that gif it's just as terrifying and or, or awful as it sounds uh, Although so, they put in a ton of effort, they put in a ton of effort, and they committed. Really, I because I feel like Bucky. Well, Bucky, did. as per Hell usual, yeah. Bucky, I feel like talks a lot of shit and then just provides like a lackluster effort. She's like, I worked so hard, and it's like she just was like regular crumping. Like she didn't look too into it until she fucking ripped her shirt open. Oh, I thought she yeah. gave a lot of attitude. I thought she was really yeah. into it. I gave her a lot of credit. Of course, he did. So then why next would, is of course I did. I next, thought she tried pretty damn hard. She, I mean, compared to the rest of them, sure. Yeah. So Trisha's team was next. They I guess Trisha came with gear because they have bedazzled tank tops and panties that say across the boobs and across the butt, Blaves Angels. They then have fishnets underneath and or tights some so kind of tights prepared. underneath and heels i think that she came with this stuff yeah they definitely got a little bit of a heads up that's how this all got put together then interestingly crazy is in red delicious is in black and nibbles is in white i am a big believer in color theory so what does that it, mean basically that colors have meaning like that color choice is significant so like what red seductive red is well because the whole thing is she's crazy and she's latina so it's like you're going like red is that fiery color oh, okay. so they gave her so and i don't know if this that was makes purposeful delicious is in black and nibbles is in white after they were making fun of nibbles for not being able to dance also nibbles is in the middle at one point so she ends up the most dynamic so i'm like maybe that's why they did it and she also likes wearing white because it's kind of see-through that's true she does love wearing white Mm -hmm. as we see throughout this episode they then have nibbles doing the easy stuff she is seductively walking towards the front you know doing all that kind of bland shit while the other two are on the side I have decided that I'm going to call like that sex negativity icon instead of sex positivity icon. She is. <laughs> she's the, she's against everything. She's she really is like the fun police. But like that is saying it's talentless because all they're doing is shaking their titties and ass. And it's like, Still do dancing. you not understand what you are here to do? Exactly. Right. Like, like. And we see what she's about to do in a few and she has no right to say anything. Well, no, because that wasn't really as like. That felt, well, she's not really in a position to talk shit about talent when it comes to dancing. Exactly. Guess, is the point. Okay, yes. That's what I mean by that. Although so, I thought this was a nice little choreographed well, wait, thing, so, but wait, I was I not impressed. I didn't get to them yet. I, we didn't no, I'm get talking to about the Trisha next part. still. Oh, I'm so not, I wasn't ready Trisha's to skip yet. Team? Yeah, no, so it was all hairography, basically. Yeah. You know, like Pussycat Dolls type shit. We've seen Glee. So nibbles is saying that she's like uncomfortable whatever and she just then decides that she wants to go big for the win and goes up to Flav and does they don't show it on camera but i assume that she just like turns upside down and like puts her ass in his face and shakes it that was during this yeah Yeah. when else would it have been the battle that's what i'm talking about 
how are we at the battle if we haven't even gone over Asia's team yet? Because the because they didn't go for oh wait oh yeah, no I jumped skipping. ahead oh I did the wrong battle sorry no, everybody okay, I no. spoiled That's it what's, all right so Trisha's team they did a nice little choreographed thing not too impressive there was a lot of booty oh they all grind awesome. up on him at the end that's yes. I I did my notes wrong but I'm we sorry, get to everybody. and the next is Asia's team which starts with Buck Wild I just wrote I'm not impressed uh like yeah. that is also not great but i, I also thought it have was to say too that asia moment. came out like explaining the dance and she's like it's going to be different than the other ones and i'm like okay so basically you're telling well, me none of them to do what she does <laughs> well no i don't think but i think that like you've got two relatively sexy kind of dances oh, yeah. and then you've got one more traditional hip-hop style that's not as sexy like obviously that one's not going to compare in the mind of a horny old man <laughs> he's disgusting i hate him so they're all in <laughs> they're all in black hats and sunglasses and white tank tops either oh wait wait black hats sunglasses white tank tops black either shorts or capris obviously boots is in heels while the other two are in sneakers i feel like they should toasty was with tommy right Toasty was with Tommy. Yes. I feel like they should have switched Toasty and Buckwild. I think that they needed to have one person on on Asia's team that could dance. I feel like Toasty might have been able to do something, though, if Asia actually was able to work with her. Mm. She could do cartwheels and stuff. I guess. They could have come up with something cool. All they show of Flav. I lied. Uh, I, I died laughing because Flav is in his talking head during Buckwild dancing and he's just literally doing that. Oh, wait, hold on. I was able to do it last time so well. It was like, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, his oh, weird. His, basically, oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the real life version of when you see it written out online SK, 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 SK. I haven't been able to do it since I did it in that one episode. So like Bucky, all that shit like that, like that was talking and she was offbeat too. Now, mind you, and also, like we said, Buck Wild was horrendous. It was all over the place. And Boots didn't really do much either. I want to establish that granted, while what we are hearing is just random production score yes. sound, you can still tell when somebody's offbeat. And all of these, well, no, I guess not I don't I literally don't even remember boots. She just like twerked or whatever. I know she didn't stand out. I think they did like a quick little thing real quick. Yeah. So really much. you can still tell that like that and Buckwild were offbeat. I just thought it was sad. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I'm wondering if I don't know if any of us remember, but I'm wondering if they had original music mm. when it first aired and then because copyright and stuff like that, they put oh, in... over time online. Yeah. But then um, again, they could have just been that same, like, whatever music that they used. I'm surprised like, that it wasn't, like, you know, on RuPaul's Drag Race, when anytime there's, like, a music-based challenge, it's always a RuPaul song. Oh, yeah. That, like, I'm surprised they didn't do that with, not obviously a Public Enemy song, because you would have had to probably pay, like, a bigger, fancier label. But, like, a, like they Flav's might have given the song. rights being that it's Flav's show. That one, you know that the one they always play, the flavor, flavor, da, 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 da. Yeah. like why wasn't flavor, that? Flavor, flavor. Oh, yeah. that one too. Like what? Where were Flav songs? Yeah. He probably just doesn't have the rights like that to his music. No, you're right. It's probably the label, which even though it's his show, they're like, listen, you still got to pay somewhat of a fee. Probably. I thought VH1's throwing out. It's, that's why I'm saying, like you mentioned before, it's between season one and two, 
at this case you're like holy shit like these are actual people that are legit dancers and everything so vh1 was not sparing any expense they had warren g on the other episode like well i think some oh, of that some of names. that was probably like these people you know like it it's not like Warren G at this point was like a huge star. It's not like any of these people were big time celebrities. Like I, it benefited them as much as the show benefited from having them. That's true. And plus, like we said, Warren G was on the show the next year. So, you know, oh, I forgot. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Celebrity Fit name, Club next Fit year. Club, yeah. yeah. I love that show. But, uh, oh, yeah. next, next Flav has his decision. Flav, well, Flav more or less makes the decision. He says that he's going to make two teams battle, uh, which is obviously Trisha and Tommy's team. He then has the women, like two, a woman from each team individually battle another. So first up is Delicious and Toasty. Delicious kind of comes up doing nothing, and Toasty's doing that funny thing, like I used to love on shows like what was the like on your mama and stuff when people would just like yawn and yeah. you know like yeah, look whatever. super bored delicious yeah. is doing all this sexy she stuff did one then, good, I, the one move she did right in front of her though where like she's on her back with her legs going back over her head like she tried yeah. twerking from that position i thought yeah. that was pretty funny yeah no i mean she was certainly trying for all that butt she doesn't really know how to use it yeah i that position specifically was definitely like oh i see what you're trying to do but nothing's really happening yeah, but it, was, it was interesting because it was like hyped up like the right. music and everything and i was like no this the level of hype to what is actually happening is not well also because it's like it's, it's and the thing is what sucks is it's not like she's bad at it for a lack yeah. of ass like i would do awful at it because i don't have anywhere near what delicious has going on but like delicious just like couldn't execute it yeah like I think she episode. just needed to rearrange how she was doing. Yes, <laughs> she needed more professional yeah. guidance. Of yeah. how to... It's like she just started shaking as opposed to like twerking. Yeah, yeah, this was like right. This was this was the age of the video girl, but like pre twerk. Well, like twerking as we know it today. Yes, where it's so mainstream. Well, yeah. I mean, twerking was always mainstream. It just was a little different then. Basically, just like we all watch as old people and just go like, I I need to put my hands on my knees like that. This was the era where you put your hands on your knees to twerk, and that made it easier. Yeah, <laughs> if you didn't have the leg strength. Yeah, just speaking just, from my uh, own space. <laughs> um, as someone who may have taken, I don't know why I'm acting like I haven't taken a twerk class, but I have. Yes. Um, it's hard as hell, and just I like, would say, yeah, I've never. Yeah heard of one or well, like sometimes it's like you have to control each cheek and i can't do that so yeah. it's just like it's but it is also your legs that yeah I, a lot of people don't realize and oh, then Lord. and then just like seeing her do that i was like you could have just done the thing <laughs> where your legs are in the air but you're on your back and then you shake your legs and open yeah and then, yeah, and yeah. Would have just shaken her old butt and legs but she did she kind of did this weird thing and it was like no this no it wasn't executed well no just <laughs> sad yeah just, and the thing is she was old enough at that point like we've established that she's one of the older ones at 28 which is really oh, gross okay. but like yeah. as her, gross to her stale. dancing days are behind her <laughs> no they're not we just established that her dancing days are not behind kidding, her i know so anyway and then Delicious, toasty does, her toasty does all her weird stripper stuff she loves doing the legs behind the head though which is fun i mean if you can and you might as well back and forth i think that's so funny. that's true yeah. she does rock back and forth which makes it kind of weird boots then decides it seems like in this moment 
that she's going to like more or less like launch a witch hunt into Toasty because she thinks because she, she is too good at the splits. She does the splits a little too familiar. That's ridiculous. That is like I get what they're trying to say is that like something about her seems off as we establish later. Yeah. But like the fact that she can do splits isn't the part <laughs> like isn't the thing that should tip you off. Next is crazy versus beautiful. I am not sure what crazy was doing. Nobody is sure what crazy was doing. This it was like where, sexy pop and locking. Yes. This is where that thing you mentioned earlier, like the Britney the hair, kind of thing. Yeah, the, She's going for like hair. It's kind of like, I think about like an extremely horribly unchoreographed version of like what Beyonce would try to do. That's okay. So it's funny that you say that because that's what I was thinking about. Beautiful is that beautiful. Oh, I didn't remind dance me, for two seconds and they didn't show anything else. If I could imagine what Beyonce would have been like if she didn't have Tina and Matthew as her parents, this is what I picture Beyonce being. Who just she kind of would have just been like a bougie pretty girl. Like a southern cute, like pageant adjacent, you know, like I just I, I get very much like early Beyonce from Beautiful, which I think is very kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's very, it's very, very kind. <laughs> like, I don't know, just like it's not really by looks by any stretch oh, of the imagination, yeah, yeah. but more just like a vibe, kind of like how I remember Beyonce being as in in her younger days. Next up, well, finally, is Nibbles and Bucky. Bucky walks straight up oh. to Nibbles, starts crumping on her, takes her hat. Oh, she was everybody's going, going nuts. She Nibbles, right and this bat. is where, as I spoiled it earlier, Nibbles knows she's going to lose. So she just goes up to Flav, puts her ass in his face. And this is where... Although this seemed like even he wasn't feeling it. I mean, he yeah. obviously, as we've established, that he doesn't really like people touching his face. He's not into really any of this. And plus, after you've had a girl shit on your floor, you're probably a oh. little sensitive to but stuff yeah <laughs> this i mean that's that's about as blatantly as i could put it this leads into our one and only iconic line of the week one clap two clap three clap four i'm gonna put my pussy in flay's face some more <laughs> i love buck wild uh, buck wild is the one time a rhyme went well for her yeah that was fucking hilarious that was I loved it. Just Buckwild is just she, truly a, a character. Treasure. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> you're just kind of like, why? But okay, this is who you are. <laughs> I mean, you are and you aren't, but like, I appreciate the effort you're putting into this character you've created. Yes. Yeah. The winner of the competition is unsurprisingly Flav's Angels, although he does end up just spinning around and pointing to someone. I don't know if he planned on landing on them or just was like, I can't decide. So he spun like if he did it like two or three times, he'd be like, oh, like he knows where he's going to stop. But he literally just kept going. Yeah, he just and I'm like, holy shit, he's literally just going to pick someone at random. Yeah, no, he's going to point at the wall if he's not careful. But no, he apparently lands on Flav's Angels, which again, crazy nibbles and delicious and that's uh that's exactly he, as the order goes and well their dates right are so go. crazy gets dinner later that night he told her he was taking her to one of the hottest spots just put a pin in that not as yes 
<laughs> Nibbles, he says he's going to see her the next morning. And Delicious, he's going to see her uh, the following day in the afternoon. Afterwards, after the whole competition's kind of filing out and settling down, Tommy's girls are pissed because the other hoes just booty clapped. But let's review their performance for a second. Lackluster overall. Beautiful did nothing but just bend over. Toasty just did splits. And the only thing that they really had going for them was Bucky ripping her shirt open. Yep, that was about it. So the other team deserved to win. They did a lot more effort choreography-wise. I'm yeah. sorry. Look at this. This was actually like high key, like a great episode for you to be on with your dance experience. <laughs> <laughs> I know, actually. I was like, oh, this worked out perfectly. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah. So they are uh, shocked. A beautiful, I think, in particular, ish, or I think it was beautiful, right? Is shocked to find out that Flav might be interested in the best stripper. And it's like, have you all not either seen the show last season or been around him at all he's literally an old perv of course he wants some 20 somethings like being super sexy like what's wrong with you obviously that's what it takes to win (laughs) they then make themselves drinks and cheers to not being whores yeah i'm just like you guys are all on this show right like yeah that bothered me a lot and we're about to find out something about maybe one of them. Hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so like Stewie sideways head turn. I can't. Oh, do there we go. Your Family Guy reference. I forgot how far oh, we are in. Well, I didn't but there get it to, is. Oh, we didn't, didn't do the office yet, yet, so we've or got wrestling. time. Or wrestling. That's. Did we not do wrestling? I don't think I said anything. No. Wow. Well, now I'm gonna think of one eventually. Wow. We've we've been doing this for a solid amount of time. This might be a new record. This is the first thing. Yeah. So crazy is the first date, as we mentioned. She is back in her Titanic gown getup with the long gloves. At this point, I literally yelled out, "Oh God, this shit again!" Why? Because (laughs) she looks ridiculous. She She looks good. I mean, she looks good, but she looks ridiculous. It's Flavor Flav. Like the gloves. It's the gloves. (laughs) It's all like it's velvet and L.A. and like you know May. Like it's please. So, Although I gave him a little props here because this is probably the most dressed up he's been. Yeah. Yes. He actually Finally. was like, all right, I'm going to yeah. handle he myself like all right. He was in a zoot suit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he did look like he was going to church yes. on Easter, but like yeah. doing the most about it. Like there... if he didn't have that top hat on, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like he's wearing. Yeah, like that's a true. He's got the fedora. Go- it was a fedora, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Milady. Like doesn't like that say something oh i had an outfit that matched my wrote that down yep. oh my yep. god it's like girl why why do you think that he'd want that and there i think is... she's worn it already uh she that's had a right she does i forgot first thing that hit when she said that i forgot about that she i forgot exactly which suit she was talking about but there is Let's a see. lot as they're leaving there is a lot of lurking from windows and balconies it was pretty funny watching like everyone peek out the window to see yeah it's leave. just like but then it's like it's always these moments where you have to just think to yourself you're doing this about flavor flave like they want to be on the show they want to stay. I know. I know that we've established. I want to date. I'm tired of being in the house with these girls with no TV or phones. That is what I am. Believe at this point, honestly, that sounds like more fun. I mean, obviously this group isn't as like, this group is a little bit meaner. So it's like, you wouldn't necessarily want to spend time with them the same way, but like you have free run of a mansion with unlimited liquor and a pool. pool, hot tub, Like, and most of these women are not coming from like LA and the surrounding areas. Like for me as well, not necessarily that time of year, that would be a fucking vacation. 
Like being in Jersey, like you're stuck after like yeah, a long if you ass didn't winter. have access to social media, you'd go nuts. I think I'd be all right if I had like, well, I'd, I'd miss the news. But really, probably, how long are they recording for? Like a week, two weeks? I probably could, a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, I could, yeah. I, I'd live. I'd be sad about it, but I'd live. You know, and plus if you're hanging out with other people, you know, it keeps you busy. I'd bring That's books true. and Sudoku and shit. I don't know. They have to have something and they just don't show us. They have to like even just some kind of reading material they need something. i don't really they don't really strike me as readers but also true well, all they do is they play their they drink and play their little like sexy questions game well we'll get to that but uh all right so let's say right off the bat where did you guys think that flame was going to take her on this day he was going to take her to somewhere fucking stupid uh i had no i had no idea <laughs> i like didn't remember so i was just kind of like oh i wonder where he's taking her well, especially because in season one, he took, what's her fucking name? Uh, not Smi- Sweetie. Sweetie. He yes. took Sweetie to Red, Red Lobster, Red which Lobster. who would think that that would be an upgrade? It's a remix of Rock Lobster. Oh. A I Red th- Lobster. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so. Uh, we she's... are going to one of Flay's favorite spots. I don't even know if that's kind of how the beat goes. I, I'm gonna make a flavor. Yeah, (laughs) as the beat drops, a red lobster. Okay, can we stop gassing about please? My bad. I just (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Well, in this case, we pick. They go to KFC. KFC. I mean, come on. I mean, I'll give. uh, It's one of those things where I watch because while they're on this date, it hits a moment when, like, you know, no one's there. And he rents the whole place out for them. There's little candles. And I'm like, all right, it actually kind of looks sweet. I just feel terrible because they're so, or she's so dressed up. Well, I feel like, I hate to admit it, that it's like, that kind of makes it funny. Like, it makes it kind of nicer. Like, you're taking something really fancy. Like, you're making a low class situation into something kind of fun and different yeah. like you're you're taking an everyday experience and making it something fun and different now i am not a kfc fan but hypothetically like my favorite fast food well i mix things all right fine if i had to go with like the lowest of brow fast food well what's everybody picking if you have to pick like your shittiest fast food obsession can we mix things though no so you, you just get one like, restaurant. Like if I went right now and it was so we're like talking like only fast food. Yeah. Yes, but like okay. the shitty fast food. So like a drive through. Like what you would get at a rest stop. If I had to choose one, I'm going McDonald's. I was gonna say it would probably be either Wendy's or Taco Bell. <laughs> I was thinking Wendy's or Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine that somebody cheeseburger to frosty. Somebody rented out the whole place and set it up with just candles. Because I, I know the Taco Bell. I think Taco Bell's certain Taco Bells offer this as a thing that you can do. Oh yeah, well, Valentine's a, Day. There's like a Cantina Taco Bell that. Oh, exists. the one in Vegas, right? Well, there's the one in Vegas, and then there's one near where I live, which is in Pacifica, which is south of San Francisco. Uh-huh. and i think they're remodeling it but you literally can get like alcohol and it's really fancy so i could see someone doing that that's awesome. also the one in pacifica is right like it's like on a i would say it's a cliff but it literally is just like that area and then it's water so it would be like, oh wow actually very Taco romantic yeah that one would be really romantic yeah. okay well, did you that ever... sounds fucking well, great i know sonya i don't think you've never seen demolition man 
No. Kalina, have you ever seen Demolition Man? Yes. Okay. It's kind of like how Taco Bell becomes the it and everything of restaurants. Yeah. It's kind of like that's how I feel like what you're describing. Like we're really getting to a point in society where somehow Demolition Man is going to be real. Yeah, we're real close, guys. I mean, we're basically <laughs> living in idiocracy, so who fucking cares, right? So yeah, who knows anymore? I'm just getting ready for uh, what's? Oh my god, what are those movies? Oh man, I had it right there. Mad Max. There you go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically, right. Desert land. So all that to say, if somebody closed down, if somebody closed down the restaurant and all that shit, set this up real nice for you. I don't know. I feel like I would enjoy it. I bet it would be a fun time. I think it would be a great time. But uh, considering what crazy wore, I would like them to let me know what I should wear. Right. Well, that's the thing. I'm wearing gloves. That's just true. Like that's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's not even just the dress; it's the gloves, the gloves in particular. Yes. Is the part right. where it's like it's the extra fancy. Yeah, like it. Yeah, it's just the gloves that bother me. And I think because I had watched the premiere, it was like she'd already done this. Yeah, yeah. So just, Like I literally saw that and that. I was like, you still okay? It's a different. I was. I almost thought it was the same dress, but it, it is. It is. A I dress. think. Oh, oh is it, it is. I'm not pretty sure it's the same. Oh my god! Okay. She's because we established go because I thought it was the same as well. Well, I was gonna say I I and granted we well, we talked about this in our episode our last episode, but we were saying that like I guess I'm a little bit surprised that so many of them are so quick to recycle the gowns. Whereas like I mean I understand that obviously I'm not expecting them to go out and buy like legitimate pageant gowns, but. You can find gowns at Goodwill. Ask your cousins and your friends. And like, not that these girls are so many years out from prom, you know, you have to know people who have shit ready. Like, I'd bring a fuck ton of gowns. Like, I would have like a whole wardrobe shipped in. Like, Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is maybe they told them what to bring and they said one gown. I would hope not. That is true. They could have like an itinerary they need to follow I would hope that they would say more than one. You only because... get two or three like nice dresses, and we've really got to pay attention to that now a little more yeah. when they do also, like eliminations. Right. Well, yeah, but also I think I'm spoiled because I watched like RuPaul's Drag Race, and um, I used to watch what was Project Runway, so it was, yeah. Like, yeah, used to more outfits. But then I realized that in things like this, they only can bring what they have. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's true. Well, like, I mean, obviously RuPaul's Drag Race, they, they prep them more because it's oh, more yeah. specific challenges. But yeah, no, I'm curious about what they told them in terms of packing itineraries. So she's being a very bring good sport. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Bring uh, the littlest amount of clothing that you have possible and a lot of capris and a lot of, like basically only heels. So I don't know. Well, several of them, it seems like, are only in heels the whole time. Yeah. She's being a very good sport. In all fair in all fairness, it, as we've established, it is kind of romantic in its own way, although the table setting is kind of janky. Like the, it's an old-looking tablecloth and placemats. It's looked like they asked somebody on the production team, like who's got a who's got this shit ready and like dollar store candlesticks, probably a fake flower. Oh, you I know, know. It's the intern who had to do all this and they were just like, Yeah, right, the PA. <laughs> yeah, the PA. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely a PA's <laughs> job to budget? go out. Right, to go out and pick dollars. Right. <laughs> That's their own simultaneous challenge going on. Like if it was like a time of more internet savviness where it'd be like the web series where it's like the shit the PAs had to do. Oh my god, yeah. Which is a horrifying thought. So obviously, because Flav is insecure that he's out with a beautiful woman, he asks his go-to question, which is 
he literally asked it the most straightforward he's ever asked anybody, which is, are you physically attracted to me? And this made me think, I know. Oh, then how she answers. How she answers. I feel like he just knows he's not that good looking of a guy. Oh, and absolutely. He wants to be like, you know, like, are you actually physically like just asking? Yeah, because up? he's insecure. No, believe me. It's, it's very clear that he's asking out of pure because he doesn't ask everybody. You know, he's he honestly isn't even asking delicious, I noticed. He's only asking the girls who are like really good looking. Well, no, because delicious is really is pretty and she's got an incredible body as we've established multiple times. But like I don't know, like he just you can tell when he gets really uncomfortable. But anyway, so when he asks, "Are you physically attracted to me?" she responds, "I am very attracted to you." Which is not physically attracted. That's just her way of saying, like, you look like a gremlin, but I well, guess we connect on very some level. Quick and without, well, like, hesitating. I know, but she's like, yes, but, I'm very attracted to you. Yeah, but like, I don't, I would have specified physically because you have to know why he's asking, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, isn't he kind of, well, doesn't he have the issue or the previous season where a lot of people weren't really there for him? They, they're obviously there to, Oh well, yeah. And yeah. This so this one is think... way worse. Yeah. So I'm like, wondering if that's why he asked her. I mean, Just he to... so he did this a lot last season too. I think, especially the season two, he's very jaded about the whole process. I think. Well, he started out that way. I was thinking as I was thinking about it more before we started recording today is like it's interesting how he started out very much on you know this time is going to be different I'm not just going to pick the women that are interesting and want to be on TV it's going to be the ones I have real connections with and he did the exact same shit where he sent all of the ones who said I want to take things slow I you know want to get to know you better all that shit like he he sends a lot of those women home yeah And the ones that he's and he prioritizes the ones that he's more physically attracted to. Like, this is like that saying, like, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same shit over and over and expecting different results. Like that literally sums up this entire process. And on top, when you factor in the fact that by the time they started casting this show, the first season was a huge hit. Whereas the first season, it's just like, oh, do you want to be on a dating show? Yeah. So this is you're you're getting gold diggers now mind you do I think that some of these women may have felt something and are in hindsight turning it around and being like ew flavor flavor gross embarrassing you know a little bit but I don't know a lot more of it's it's clear a lot more of these women are here to be on TV than it was last season I think so he asks you see yourself with me for real and her response was I see myself happy and right now I'm happy. And he says, I didn't ask you that. <laughs> Which I like how he fair. went back because he was no, nah, he was like straight up about it too. It wasn't awkward or anything. He's like, Well, that's not what I asked you. It goes back to him like always wanting someone to be real. Well, he asks he he tells her to make him see that she's different from them. He for some reason says that he feels like they're really making a connection. But I realized about that, like, do you realize, like, if you think about all these dates that he's got on, these one-on-one dates, how few and far between the times that he's left saying he didn't feel a connection, like, unless those women, like, actually really fucked up on the date, and most of the time the fucking up was them saying, you know, them not reciprocating physical affection. Yeah. Like... Or them lying to him or something like that. Like, those are the only times he's come away from a one-on-one date being like, 
Bleh, I don't think this is going to work out. The rest of the time, so he's like, wow, I think this is really it. Like, shut up. And then they yeah. start slow dancing in the fucking KFC. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, I mean, I guess. I thought it was a nice little moment. I mean, it would be if it wasn't Flavor Flav. Like, you yeah. have to temper all of this and with KFC. knowing that it's Flavor And right, in a KFC. <laughs> Like maybe Taco Bell by the water, but not yes. Absolutely, Taco Bell by the water. Shit. So then, back at the house, we get a little bit of what's going on back over there. Like that, Boots, Toasty, and Beautiful are all in the pool talking shit about what they think is going on on the date. Boots kind of cracked me up here because she's like her opening line, right? She's like things like y'all think crazy would fuck him because I do. And then she's like, her emotional ass to be crying while she do that shit. <laughs> Which is like, like fair, fair what? assessment. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I was laughing. Is Boots also the one who is kind of homophobic? Uh, you mean all of them? Oh my god, yeah, you're right. It is all of them, isn't it's it? It's basically all of them, except for uh, sex positivity icon Nibbles. nibbles. <laughs> Sex yeah. positivity icon, as we establish later on in this episode, but we'll we'll get to that. Yes. Toasty is getting in on that shit. She's laughing and she's like making fun of, you know, I, I thought this was interesting because at first it wasn't really clear why they kind of included this. But then I realized it's like they're showing Toasty's interest in wanting to belong and talk shit. Yeah. So she is like, oh, I love you. Like, you know, trying to make fun of her. Flav and Crazy pull back up at the house and he says he wants to see her in a little bit. We don't know what that means at this point. Get ready to be disgusted. <laughs> they cut quickly back to the pool just to you know, show something else going on. I'm only bringing this up because they cut back to the pool and something's floating in front of Beautiful and I'm like, what the fuck is it? And it's that bowl of sexy questions. Oh, was it really? Yes. And I realized I started thinking about it. And I wonder if producers gave them this to get conversations going. Because at first I thought, oh, it's something they decided to do for fun. But now I'm realizing producers probably did it. So it would start all sorts of problems. Yeah. We see a little bit of the second part of the date for Crazy and Flav. Uh, They're back in Flav's suite in a bubble bath, which I realize he does this a lot, probably because he is a water sign because oh. i would never think i'm i mean i'm an air sign and i would never think to do a bubble bath on a date like that we've been together almost seven years we've never <laughs> ever like wow. it hasn't crossed either room i know i know <laughs> look at us just air i know telling like, none, none of the tubs are really big enough ew tubs and bathtubs skeeved me out bathtubs, bathtubs like in a that place, is true bathtubs skeeved me out she doesn't like them at all i no like kind of if i'm just sitting relaxing i don't want to be sexy in a jacuzzi i don't want like a uti i'm not judging if anybody has it's more just like i don't want to deal with a uti that's purely my motivation at my parents house i don't mind using that that tub because that's our house um but i live in this apartment that's really like this building is really old and i just i can't fathom taking a bath i i know that i'm really particular about bathrooms in general like mm-hmm. they need to be fucking spotless so i know that i will never put my ass on that tub right I exactly i even looked up on because sometimes i'm like oh i'm sore from like dance and i want to take like an epsom salt bath and i looked up on amazon you can buy a tub that you can put in a tub 
<laughs> oh, okay. And I, I might need one that. of those because I've yeah, also wanted to take an Epsom salt bath and I can't because I'm too skeeved out by the bathtub in my apartment. Yeah, because it's like everyone's been in that bathtub. And by everyone, everyone who's lived in the building. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I think about. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but this bathtub thing, it's just like a circle. And it's awesome because I've seen people's reviews for it. And it's for like people who don't have a tub or like, you know, right. whatever. And it's just like, we have this small ass shower. And I'm like, cool. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is useful. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to look, I'm going to look one of those up. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> he does. So they're chilling in the bubble bath, and he he does what he does a different spin on the thing Mike hates, which is he loves to wish the the women good luck. Yeah, which does not make any sense. But he he cheers her to it, hopefully not being their last date. Where it's like, again, isn't that up to you? Like, isn't that up to you, Flav? He has all the control. Well, most of the control. Some of some of the control because producers exist yeah he then says he's ready to turn things up a notch and supposedly i'm going to imagine that this was just a prop but he it looks like we are made to think that he is taking off his bathing suit yes Mm -hmm. i'm really hoping that it was just they threw a bathing suit in there and he's like oh like pulling it out for comedic effect but I that's just all I'm gonna imagine. I mean, she kind of just left because I mean, you're supposed to imagine having sex with him. That's the point of all of this, yes. I guess. Hey, everybody! We're gonna pause for just a second to shout out our sponsor, Full Grown Apparel. Started by a therapist, Full Grown Apparel was launched with the goal of inclusion and acceptance. A brand for all sizes, genders, and lifestyles, they've got fresh designs on premium tees that are cool and comfy to wear. Whether you're crushing it at the gym, headed out for a night on the town, or 2BTV and chilling, Full Grown Apparel has a shirt for you. Plus, if you're into supporting minority business owners like we are, it's a black-owned brand. New designs are dropping all the time, so go check them out and pick up something for yourself today. Head over to their Instagram, at Full Grown Apparel, and click the store link in their bio. Rewind the Love listeners can save 10% on their purchase by using the code Rewind at checkout. That's R-E-W-I-N-D for 10% off your order. A mentality, a persona, a lifestyle. Full-grown apparel. Now back to the show. So anyway, so they go outside to the pool. And beautiful ass Boots, if she's ever had a threesome. Boots says that she is too jealous, and I believe her. Beautiful says, Toasty, Nibbles, and Flav had a threesome last night. Mind you, again, Toasty is in the pool with them. Toasty says that she just slept and doesn't want to speculate, but she thinks that Nibbles jerked Flav off. Also, what's super funny about this situation is them trying to say jerk off. <laughs> like, they, nobody would outright say it. Well, actually, well, if you were with Tubi when they have it not bleeped out. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, Boots, like, really shows her age because she keeps saying jacked off. And I'm like, I haven't heard anybody refer to it as jacked off in probably since around when this show aired. Say high school time. Right, exactly. Because she's not that much older. I don't know. Kalila, if you don't mind, like, how around how old are you? Like, I'm in my 30s. (laughs) Yes, in my 30s. Right. So Boots, during this time, which is 2006, was 21 turning 22. Okay. So she's like around our age. Like she's oh, currently cool. it's disgusting, isn't it? 
Yeah, I never really like I'd never put it Yeah, oh. Flav is, and Flav is 47. Yeah. Deep spiritual sigh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. So like that isn't here for the drama starting, um, is basically trying to say to to Toasty, oh, you're drunk. You don't know what you're talking about. Toasty says she heard sounds. Somehow Boots says well, what does that, it sound like? Well, I know. So we'll we'll no get back to we'll get we'll get back to the sound discussion in a little <laughs> bit. But somehow Boots says that she thinks this is a sign Toasty is lying. I am not sure what conclusion led her to that. Again, it's ridiculous. The night ends, cut to the next day, everybody's sleeping while Nibbles is up getting ready. She is headed. I wrote headed out, but that's not really the right term. So she is in her white jumpsuit with no bra, recurring theme. I did like the jumpsuit though. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's I, it was a cute time. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. That was, yes. I mean, I just love a, I just love a lazy romper ensemble, but I don't really have the body for it. So <laughs> just, I must have just been staring in jealousy. The date. <laughs> Yeah, no, it just it looked it looked like terry cloth too, and I'm like, yeah, oh, that, that's really comfy. So the date is basically just hanging out in Flav Suite, uh, fucking lazy ass that he is. Mm-hmm. They're cuddled up in bed, and he's like, "Oh, your ass was rocking yesterday. Is this the same kind of thing you do at home?" And she's like, <laughs> "Yes," and he's like, <laughs> "Like I fucking I can't fucking stand his gross." old pervy ass like i just i mean we don't know how old she is actually i tried to look it up but i wasn't sure but we can assume at around mid 20s i was gonna say yeah probably mid 20s it I seems mean, based she on how looks old, that and based on how old the rest of these women are yeah yeah big rick delivers breakfast into the room and they take it out on the balcony He's still talking about the day before at this point. And he's like, oh, how'd you learn to shake your ass like that? And she, this is where she, like, officially cements her sex positivity status. Mm -hmm. She's like, I have a pole in my living room. I go to the strip clubs with my friends. And I've done some nude modeling before. And he is so into all of this. He's like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. And, like, seems like, you know serious about Thanks it and he's like honest and right he appreciates that she's being honest which is what we've been saying this entire time Flav doesn't give a shit for the most part that you do sex work or anything like that he just wants you to tell the truth exactly. he doesn't give a shit that you've been on reality shows before just tell him the truth and she just literally as plain as day was like yeah here's what i'm up to this is what my hobbies are and he's like okay and it benefits her exactly straight up straight up about everything and she doesn't seem like shy or hesitant she's like yeah this is what i do this is what happened well because this is like right that's why she's a sex positivity icon she's confident about everything she's confident in herself in most ways especially like now like how many women today would be kind of nervous about admitting those things to a partner she's like totally chill about it she you know especially the in like the 2000s and this is like prime bush era you know not that kind of not that kind of bush Actually, quite the opposite. But prime <laughs> the birth the uh, George, George W. Bush era of, you know, purity. This is post Nipplegate. Bush, Bush and Dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we thought that was as bad as it was going to get. <laughs> right. Remember? 
Remember, we thought there was no way it could get any worse right, from that. There we are. This is, and here we are. <laughs> so Big Rick comes to say the date is up. In the talking head, though, despite the fact that Flav, while in the conversation in an earlier talking head, seems really impressed, he's kind of like, oh, the day was kind of interesting. Like, just, like, whatever about it. I was a little disappointed. Oh, I thought he thought it was pretty nice. I feel like, just, am I alone in feeling like they kind of had some chemistry? Him and Nibbles? Yeah. I don't think they had any. Really? Um, I think it's all sexual. Well, I mean. That is a chemistry, but I don't think, like, on a personal level, they really have too much. I don't know. Like, I feel like with Nibbles, she's, well, she seemed just honest and open. And I think he appreciated that. But, like, uh. Yeah, I don't know where on the scale of chemistry. Yeah, well, I think that's exactly. true because it's at the end of the day, he's still super shallow. So the yeah. fact that and I don't want she doesn't meet conventional attractability standards. So, yeah. well, like, I guess in that moment, like at, at that moment, because I remember seeing her from the premiere, and I was like, oh, she might be a little annoying. But then seeing her in that moment was just like, oh, she's herself. Like she's just being herself. So to me, she was probably. Her too secure for him yeah i think but she's someone as he always says i want someone who's real and all this she is out yeah. of everyone who's in the house right now i'd say she's probably the realist oh 100 percent the, the realist herself i think that i mean i don't think that she's necessarily here i mean regardless of the chemistry she seems the most genuinely interested in getting to know him and wanting to be with him out of pretty much everybody except for like that yeah so next up is Delicious. He's hyped for this date, yo. Oh, he's very excited. It's like, you might as well just send everybody home and declare her the winner at this point, to be honest. <laughs> because he does not even try to hide that he is, like, the most attracted to her out of anybody. He loves that butt. He's really obsessed with her butt. Dang. I just, I died laughing. This is, like, peak 2000s fashion corner. because I And I actually laughed when this appeared because, like, I feel like this is exactly how I dress during this time. Which was like the popped collar polo, the bootcut jeans, and a pair of T-strap sandals. Yeah, it was a it was a moment. I had so many polos, right? <laughs> Just like this was the look, and this was the time for and girls. Oh yeah, yeah. And bright colors. Oh yeah. Just like the dudes, it was the same thing. Huh. My brother yeah. and I had to coordinate not wearing our pink polos on the same day. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. they're both in red, which I thought was cute, even though their whole relationship is a sham. Mm-hmm. And then I they head they out. Seem like they have great chemistry, though. They do not. She's such through a this fucking... date. Ah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get, get to the here. fucking. I'm gonna get, get to the here. fucking date. So back at the house, while they're headed out, Boots is grilling Nibbles about the other night. Like you know, oh, what did you do with Flav when you were in the room? And Nibbles is like nothing. No, I we wasn't were just in the mood. Chilling and sleeping. Right. Boots asked Nibbles if she went down on him, and Nibbles is like, girl, what? And Boots like, oh, Toasty said it felt like you were jerking him off, but blah, blah, blah. Like, what was going on? And Nibbles is actually keeping it a lot cooler than I was if somebody lied on me like that. And as much as I don't want to necessarily, as much as I would, you would assume that she's lying, like, based on how honest she's been about everything else, either that or she doesn't want her spot blown up about actually being sexual with a partner you know what i mean i think she did it and because her initial reaction like when you see her face i was kind of like that's like what i was like uh i don't believe her face i don't know it's weird because for me i don't maybe i'm i don't know i didn't think she did it but 
I don't know that whole situation. <laughs> like, I mean, right? It ends up, it ends up coming so what, hard to the left. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I don't really like when it when the episode opened. I was like, oh, of course they did stuff, and then like, but then going in and seeing how everything. Yeah. Happening, I'm like, oh, maybe they did it, and also maybe, she, like, just because she's a like a a sexual know, person, a sexual doesn't, person mean doesn't mean she actually did it, and because it's, because she is a sexual person, I feel like she would have been honest about it. I yes that is basically I went through almost the same journey the only reason why I'm doubting is that part of me still kind of thinks that she I am mostly agree I'm mostly in agreement but a teeny tiny part of me feels like maybe she just doesn't like talking about I don't know like maybe just the idea that she didn't get to share it that it was somebody else talking about her business you know like that kind of thing where there's something about it that rubbed her the wrong way that she didn't really want to talk about no pun intended that she didn't (laughs) want it that she didn't want to talk about it so but it's what's going to lead to this she's actually being i know it's it pans out very interesting which i think means she did it she's keeping it very cool and is like nope nothing happened you know just i slept there that was all in her talking head, which I I wrote down this part just because it made me giggle and get a little skeeved out, that she goes, apparently Toasty is telling the girls that I was playing with his pee-pee under the covers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, I laughed a lot at that. And then I was just like, oh yeah, this is, um okay, I guess I should preface that I'm a video editor and I used to do work on, like, as an assistant editor on shows that did had like a talking moment like this and I was just I was just like oh she probably did say it but they were like you can't say that so you have to say something else so I felt (laughs) like they gave that to her they made her say pee pee instead of like dick (laughs) yeah that's That's so funny because I laughed and I was like that's so weird and then I thought about it I was like oh they probably told her to say say it again she also says says like a series of very she like has a very a series of very odd word choices throughout (laughs) the episode and the series in general yeah. no i right She's that's why i feel like i feel like if any i mean out of anybody i feel like if anybody in this house is gonna recall it a pp i feel like it would be her true but i don't know it just was like it it hurt her a little bit in the sex positivity thing it's like use another term for it but i'm not really gonna hold it against her because she's the best she says she is shocked appalled and really offended especially because it was coming from toasty boots doesn't seem especially convinced because she says that Toasty heard sounds and Nibbles is like, what sound does a hand job make? She knows. Everybody is in this house is acting like it doesn't make a sound. And it makes a fucking sound. That literally, that's why the term fapping exists. Exactly. <laughs> that's all I could think was I was like, that's literally why the term fapping exists because it sounds like fap, 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 fap when you're fucking doing it. <laughs> You know that gif. Very passionate about hand jobs, apparently. (laughs) You know that gif of where the guy kind of just like looks like really? I don't know. I don't I I I wish I could just cut it. Wait, the the white dude blinking? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're just like okay. I think I did that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like it wasn't just me sitting here going, hand jobs absolutely do make a sound, or like jerking off, like you know, touching a dick makes a sound. Touching no, not t- obviously one. not touching. That would a be dip. weird. <laughs> that transforming be sound touch. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that my imagine, like, like, like I immediately just heard like you touch it and the dick just screams. Like, 
It's like when Super Mario eats a mushroom. Oh, at first, I someone plug into Nintendo? Actually, I heard I heard more like uh well now that I've been making my I don't know if you watch well I since I know you're a drag race fan, if you watch uh like Trixie and Katya's web series. I've only seen clips, I haven't watched all but Katya does this was where she's like and that's what I picture. Oh. You just touch a dick and it goes Honestly, I feel like that's more accurate. Right, the dick. Like the dick itself makes the noise. I'm touched. That's a visual. South Park. there we go a south park reference actually was that one of our things is the south park reference i threw it in a couple weeks ago okay so anyway it ties back to mad max i think because i think that's what it is i (laughs) jesus christ so nibbles is sticking to her story noises penises would make for 500 alex right (laughs) 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 nibbles was in the bed Nibbles ultimately is sticking to and her story. Are you done? I guess I am now. I, just... <laughs> I love that we've been going I'm on. I love that we've been going on. Cleveland and I have been going on for the sounds a dick might make for the last several minutes, and you're just saying something else. And I'm like, no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> this is too far now. So Nibbles is sticking to her story, and obviously, since Boots didn't get a rise out of her, and it's Boots' new mission to bully everyone out of the house like a sniper one by one. Boots basically backs off and waits for something. It says she's waiting for something else to come to light. Back to the date with Delicious. She's telling him about the scars on her body being from a really bad car accident. I thought this was a nice little bonding moment. I mean, it is. But so here's something I noticed. What? When she's telling him this story, she... I don't want to make it sound like she's playing him, but she does this thing that she's got this very calculated, like, oh, touch right here. And conveniently, when she's doing that, when she turns that way, she gets her hands real close to his crotch. Oh. So I'm, and also especially, not that 28 by any stretch of the imagination is old, but especially in comparison to the other women in the house, that like she's done this before. (laughs) She's gone through this whole speech with the touching of the crotch adjacent and huh huh <laughs> <laughs> so, so, big rick you say something up there no <laughs> you keep feeling those scars <laughs> so she's basically like i don't know i feel like she's mastered this storytelling method now i called this out Who's a couple weeks ago i called this out a couple weeks ago when we were recording that we were talking about how on instagram now because she's always taking pictures of herself she doesn't have any of these scars anymore so in addition to her brand new face she does not have the marks on her arms and her eyelid and her whatever ton of work so it's just so that's what i'm curious about so she tells him she goes through this whole thing about i you know i could have them removed but they're they're my symbols that i was supposed to survive like so how does that factor into you covering them all up or getting rid of them at she this needed point to make a living bitch own it still you could have been a body positivity icon and you decided to just be fake yeah. as hell not that i really like shading people for 
pub for plastic surgery. I mean, although we keep talking about the fact that she has a new face. I mean, I feel like if you go oh, to a point where okay. you literally don't look like the same person, it's a little weird. But like to I I'm really giving her shit about removing the scars literally only because she made a point to say during this thing oh i kept them for this very sentimental reason and like that went out the window once money got i mean involved. it could be sentimental but she could also have a lot of like you know really self-conscious feelings i mean i them. believe me i and get it like i have a scar confident. i have a scar on my stomach i'm very you know like a really from surgery as a child that i'm very self-conscious of like i get that urge to like you know be really proud of yourself but at the same time have this part of yourself that you're not super comfortable with but like after she went through this whole story and then just thinking about what she looks like now i'm like oh so you like sold out sold out that's all i was trying to say what was interesting is i went to look up oh i was curious about what where they are now yeah and yeah i like went to her instagram and i was like this doesn't even look like the same person not at all and there's i'm yeah do whatever you want but it was just definitely like very confusing at first because i was like wait is this delicious and then i was i like i thought oh maybe somebody took the name or something but no it was that's her (laughs) that's the one like completely different face like unrecognizable like you can't even see i mean and really it's i feel like all she really got done was her nose but she her nose so differently that it's it's a brand it changed her entire face yeah it's just so bizarre because it's not like she wasn't pretty before she just had a more like she had a more ethnic face and now she just has like a blur like a soft focus face yeah she wouldn't be as popular on instagram i don't believe that have you seen her ass doesn't matter i don't believe that like i think that she it's not like anybody's checking for her face still to this day she's still body yaddy yaddy you know like it's that's her main appeal Anyway, so Flav at this point is being fucking ridiculous and the worst person on earth because he says, and I had to go back several times to get this quote verbatim. The only thing that could knock me off of focus from you is you yourself. Say that again? I guess I missed that line. The only thing that could knock me off of focus from you is you yourself. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I get what he's trying to say, but it just comes out sounding like gibberish. And she does that thing like the SNL Bachelor skit where it's like all the girls like, "Mm, I like that. She literally says that verbatim. (laughs) Like she's like has to sit there and pretend like it's like super deep. And she's like, "Mm, I like that. And it's like, please, please don't. They actually go on a very cute date as well. They go to Harry's Berries to pick strawberries. Which is like fun and cute and the lady calls out, oh, that's so nice that you're in your red and whatever. It was a nice little moment. But as they're picking strawberries, she calls him daddy, which I'm not here oh. to shame. I'm If that is your kink, I'm not here judging you. I just was skeeved out because he's literally old enough to be her dad. Yeah, it was funny because I heard that and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, just this like, was a thing that happened right just gonna glaze right over it like pretend like it's not a thing he yeah. picks up a strawberry that looks like a heart and she's like she told him to pick it up and she's like wow and he picked he found one and it's like okay so we're just gonna revisionist history this <laughs> and she goes and he when he took that heart he stole mine at the same moment <laughs> gross it's flavor flavor. So this entire time he is 
all over her, touching on her butt, literally cannot focus on anything else going on, but does say that it's, quote, one of the flyest dates he's ever been on. Sure. Okay. Now, side note, of these himself. dates, which is the one that you would most want to go on? Oh, it was definitely the daytime one. The one with the delicious date? Yeah, this one? Yeah. Seems yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'd want to get all dressed up and go to fucking KFC. I don't know. Yeah. Well, remember when I said it wouldn't have to be KFC because KFC is disgusting. It would have to, it would be somewhere else. Whichever one of your choice. Yes. Well, I don't know. And also, I love a breakfast date because I'm lazy. Oh, you, yeah, you're right. You have to wake up, shower, <laughs> your guy's case, put on some makeup and stuff. I mean, I wouldn't That's necessarily. I mean, maybe a little bit. I would do that thing where it's like, oh, I'm not wearing any makeup, but I'm just wearing like foundation and like a little bit of mascara. Because <laughs> men are, yeah. most men are too dumb to know the difference. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes her to a little setup they have on a haystack, like a little picnic thing and they're going to eat spaghetti and meatballs which is an odd choice for a picnic is it were they referencing lady in the tramp well, I, was that. Was I was thinking yeah. that but thankfully they didn't do that i'm sure disney was like nope right like omniscient like all-knowing powers were like we heard you were about to do some uh gross spaghetti and meatball shit don't fucking do it or they we'll do sue with the you. meatball instead like they smush it between their faces Ew. Oh. i feel like that's something flavor would do or flavor would do and then delicious. well like those are like oh that's cute like yeah it, but she doesn't many- really want this situation to happen right how many of these dumb women are like oh my god it would be it's the cutest thing and it's like oh gross but i don't yeah. i just don't understand why you'd eat spaghetti like a when you're doing a picnic, you're supposed to be eating like sandwiches, like handheld stuff, not the something you need like a plate for like that. You know? I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. It's just a weird choice. So she makes sure to take a little dig in her talking head at crazy. And she's like, oh, you can't compare this to KFC. And like, yeah, she's right. But again, it's still stupid that you're eating spaghetti and meatballs on a uh- on a fucking haystack. He yeah. says he hopes that whatever they say, whatever he says in this moment, that they'll keep between them. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course, Flav, whatever you say. And he goes, I just want to let you know that I made a little connection with crazy. This is when it starts to be clear producer intervention. Yeah. That it's like, oh, so we see these two were friends and aren't getting along now. Like, let's add this little barbin about, you know, how he's feeling her also. But then he makes sure to follow it up by saying that he's also connecting with her. He's pretty much connecting with the two of them the most, it seems. Yeah. He says he feels really strongly about both of them and the connections that they've made. That's about it, I guess. Back at the house, Toasty, Nibbles, Buckwild are all sitting by the pool. Toasty's like, oh, Nibbles! And Nibbles is like, so you think I jerked him off, huh? like no no hi no subtlety just straight up like so you think i jerked him off huh which reminds me of that moment from how to get away with murder it's like why is your penis on a dead girl's phone just like that same energy in that moment (laughs) even though it happened like 10 years earlier hosty at this point is like well did you and nibble goes no i didn't jerk him off yet <laughs> she makes sure to yet very loudly. She knows it's coming. I'm literally I'm be honest, like that. Like, yeah. Someone yells at me. That's the type of energy I would give off. Like, <laughs> but like, 
Imagine being that defensive about wanting to jerk off Flavor Flav. <laughs> but not. not right, but not having not yet. Like, don't accuse <laughs> her of doing something that she only aspires right. to do. Yeah, like, don't say I did something. That right. I like, I'm doing later on. <laughs> right? Like, that moment. What I think what sucked about this whole situation was that, like, it seemed that Toasty and Nibbles were friends. And Toasty yeah. decided to do a dick thing. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> So she many did. Moments. She so decided to do a dick. Right? She she made a dick move. Yeah, she Literally. made a dick move. She didn't so have Tony- to be a talk about it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, she did right. I know. Just whatever. The, she really had the balls to make up those lies. Yeah. What a jerk. Completely dictate the situation. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I made myself choke. That's, that's not even funny. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to continue this and get to uh, where we was I? To, where was I? Uh, wait, no, hold on. Oh, so Nothing no, else no, there's no, because they're talking about how Toasty's sticking to her story and she's like, she just backed down. I felt, much. well, no, she did, but then. Boots is, but Nibbles is like, okay, but Boots is saying you heard stuff. What you tell me what a handjob sounds like, which again, for some reason, Toasty is like unable to explain. I feel like everybody is here isn't adult enough to have given enough handjobs that we all were. Let's just be adults about this. Like, we all know what handjobs fucking sound like, as we've established earlier in this episode. Okay. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Buckwild <laughs> is also sitting oh out with Oh my him. God. You ever, you guys watch the Angry Beavers? No, I have. Is it Rocco? No, it might be Rocco. Where they have the little ambulance squirrel show up. Oh, that's um. Yes, that's that Rocco. That's Rocco's modern life. Oh my god! There you go. Now there's your sound effect. You touch it, it goes hard. But then when you get going, it's a little fucking beaver ambulance, guys. Beaver ambulance. I mean, calling it nowadays. You might need an ambulance for a beaver, depending. Oh jeez. We- <laughs> All right, two minutes. Let's so wait, wait, hold oh on, hold God. on, hold on. So Toasty is trying to play it off at this point, being like, "Oh, I said I only thought that's what I heard." And Buckwild is like, "Okay, fine, you may have said that, but like everybody's talking mad shit now." Buckwild gives us a little hint of what's to come later on with her white girl voice. How she's uh-huh. like the way she said, "I feel like I feel like Nibbles is justified in her reaction," and I was like, "Oh, I didn't care who this woman like." like who is this new person? I don't know. Like through the rest of the episode, she does a little bit of her white girl Rancho Cucamonga voice. So I mean, she really I totally speaks- missed that. Yeah, I, so did yeah. I. I think yeah. I definitely was just like, yeah, Buckwild's right, <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah, even- no, I mean she is right, but I just yeah. happened to because I'm I'm just so excited for that moment where where did your accent go comes out. Oh yeah. So Nibbles lets Toasty know that she was especially hurt because she thought that they were friends and like the Toasty was the one person in the house that she didn't have to worry about, but now you know knows better. Toasty in her talking head is standing by her story now, saying that she knows Nibbles gave Flav a hand job, which is a lot. Like keep that same energy when you see her in person. I'm just saying. Right. Then she walks away and Nibbles in her talking head is like, bitch, your dumbass told me all of your business. So why would you make an enemy of me? Which valid point. Yep. Why would you tell anybody all of your personal shit when you're in a competition and you know it might get used against you? 
Well, that that was the thing, though, right? It's like when she when Nibbles says that, I was just like, wait, why would Toasty even mention? Like, why would she even say anything about what happened in the morning if if she knew that she told Nibbles everything? I mean, like, I just don't know why she would tell Nibbles everything to begin with. Like, right. why she would tell her all of her personal drunk. business. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Because Toasty is, like, pretty coherent for the most part in this episode. After this is what we said, this is episode four. After three episodes of her being, like, nearly blacked out every time we see her. So, go figure. Maybe that's her coping mechanism. <laughs> I mean, she definitely oh. seems like a um, a sad kind of person. Like, she's got a weird... Like, that same energy we talk about with the Rock of Love girls, how it's like, oh, something weird happened to you in your life at some point. So they kind of set this up where it's a commercial break. After the commercial, Flav and Delicious come back from their date, and again, his dumbass wishes her good luck. Sure. We see Flav in the room, and he's playing his keyboard. As we've mentioned, he's, like, some kind of musical savant and plays, like, a fuck ton of instruments. So he's playing the piano incredibly well. Yes. Okay, sorry. (laughs) No, no, like, really? No, he he plays, he's, like, self-taught, like, 16 instruments or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, he's, like, really, it's, don't judge a book by its cover. But, yeah. He's, like, yeah. Like, I saw that scene. I forgot that he could play piano. So it was like seeing it again for the first time. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. And he was like, he was talented. Right. He was like good at it too. Like, it was yeah. like, you know, just talent. Everybody's got something going on for them. So he's playing his little keyboard and Nibbles comes knocking on his door. She is like kind of crying from the get go. Which I feel like is pretty genuine. And it a lot of it comes across. It's a lot of like reading between the lines during this scene. Not really reading between the lines as much as I guess like intuiting like what she's really trying to say. She says that she's mostly she's refrained from all gossip in the house. But thinks there is something that he should know since he's he's always saying that he's looking for somebody real. She establishes that she is no saint herself, but the difference between that and what she's about to say is that she's been honest. She flat out says, I think you should know Toasty does porn. And she thinks that it's not something that he would appreciate. He asks Nibbles if she's the only one Toasty has said, and apparently Toasty had been going around saying she's a model, but not going into the full detail. She's, like, again, kind of crying during this point, and she's, like, do with that what you will. And you can tell that she, like, doesn't like having to be the one to talk shit, and that she's doing it because she's, like, pissed and upset and just, like, fine. She said she wants to stay away from all the drama. And and the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people say that, but, like, I feel like she's, I I believe it, and that she does feel pained about the fact that she has to do this, especially about somebody she considered a friend. Yeah, like this is also one of the moments where I was just like, I believe Nibbles because it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. She just well because I mean, considering she, how we see everyone acting and then yeah. her going into this moment, it was just like very much like, look, I you know I don't I'm not this type of person, but she knew she felt that her being there was on the line, so she was just like, I'm gonna throw this under the bus, like right. And the thing is, she does frame it, which is, and she says this in her talking head, 
that I do genuinely believe too. It's not about the fact that she does porn. It's about the fact that she lied about it, which we've established on multiple occasions is really the difference maker with Flav. And even if it's not coming from a place of like playing the game, having seen on the show that that's having seen on the show prior, that that's why other women were kicked off. You know, he, he reiterated that to her several times during the course of their date, that he appreciates that she's honest and real and like how these other women have hurt him by lying and stuff like that. So she she knows that what she's doing makes sense. And right. he says, you know, Operation Say No More is in progress, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. He gives her a hug and she goes about her business. Blave says that at first he's kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, you're just playing a game. But then he like realizes, like, mm, that cut seems kind of on brand. She looks kind of like somebody who would, so whatever that means. But so he decides to go up to Toasty her- himself and talk to her about it. She's like chilling in her closet, I guess, like going through her clothes. She's like very oddly dressed up for just hanging around the house, though. I liked her dress, but it was like oddly dressed. Oh, I oh, I guess that's right. Oh, that's true. Okay, that makes more sense. He flat out asked her, like, "Are you a porn star?" Which I feel like porn star is generous, and people are throwing porn star around very liberally. Yeah, (laughs) because there's a difference between doing porn and being a porn star. I think it's an important distinction. She does this really awkward, nervous laugh and is like, no. And like, while he's continuing to ask her, you know, are you sure Are you telling me the truth? She's making a point to look him dead in the eyes. Yeah. And be like, no, sorry. Like, no, I I don't know what you're talking about. I just modeled and I did nude modeling, though. And he's like, "Okay, like, what kind of nude modeling were you doing? He's like, I'm p- photographer, and he's like, uh, what? I'm sorry, what? Like, you're, you know, like basically calling her out on being not sure. Now, granted, photography portfolio is a tough thing to say, but it's tougher when you're nervous and probably a little drunk. Yeah, and lying, and lying, and lying. Right. That's the main. That's the main part. Yeah. But. She basically says, uh, oh, it's for it was for artistic purposes and they were tasteful nudes or some shit like that. And he's like, okay, sure. Side note about that. It's just like, is this what is this what the photographer told you? Because you really shouldn't have done these things. Right. Because this sounds like he's a creep. Well, I mean, right. I mean, maybe it's like who worked with Terry Richardson? Okay. Then that's yeah. Yeah. So Flav brings Nibbles back to his room at this point and is like, listen, Toasty's denying everything. Nibbles has fucking receipts. She goes, ah, yeah, she told me her porn name is Natalia. You can find her in Barely Legal. It's on VHS. I love this VHS and the internet. Oh, such a young time. (laughs) I know. What a different. This is this makes me think back to like this story. I think I heard on the Cracked podcast once. I guess it must have been around the same time that like Eminem was doing an interview with some hip hop magazine and he was like bragging about his giant porn collection, like porn DVD or something collection. Mm-hmm. And the the interviewer is like, you know, like you could just go on the Internet for that. Right. And like Eminem had like no idea Internet porn existed. Oh, my gosh, really? It was like around the same it was time. Too famous to spend time on the Internet. 
Well, there's also a whole theory on cracked. I think that's how this came up is like once you're famous, like you stop knowing about what's like once you become like superstar famous, you like stop knowing what's going on in the world yeah, technologically oh, advancement wise. So yeah. so basically she's got porn distributed on all the media formats. At this point, Toasty comes knocking on the door. Bum bum bum. And Flav lets her in. I kind of thought he would be like, no, sorry, I'm busy. And like, shut the door. <laughs> but he but he lets her in. Yeah. Both women are sitting now and Flav is standing because there are two chairs in the room, which would be more intimidating if he were taller. Mm-hmm. He then asks Toasty again, are you lying to me? Like, do you do porn? And while she's like, no, I don't. It's like this weird lullaby type music playing in the background oh, i didn't notice that it was really creepy it's like i don't know how to i don't know how to describe it beyond weird lullaby music but he asks her oh do you have anything out on vhs and she says no and nibbles is like oh are you sure you don't like you you know barely legal whatever and she's like no and toasty's like nibbles you're obviously trying to get me out of you're trying to get me out of here by like making things up and it's just like, this is childish. Like, she's like literally so doubling, tripling, quadrupling down so hard only yeah. to get found the fuck out later on. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Flav ultimately says he's going to do some research. And he's <sighs> he's very clearly pissed in his talking head saying whoever's lying is going to get sent home tonight. And there's a chance that both of them could get sent home tonight. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's just like, it. I get his point with saying both of them could go home because it is like annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess for this purpose, it's she said, she said, but like, yeah. but at the same, but it's also, I don't know. I just remember at this moment, I was just like, well, clearly one of them is lying. And it's yeah. like, hopefully that person goes home. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate these moments in like reality shows where two people are like, telling completely opposite stories and yeah. are swearing up and down. I mean, granted, this is a lot easier to prove. So. Yeah. Is, one Google search. Right. Well, I mean, right. Well, Google. I mean, obviously yeah, Google was, obviously Google was a thing, but it's yeah. like, was it as ubiquitous as it is today? I'm trying to think. Because this was like right. No, in college. Well, YouTube. Oh yeah, Google had to have existed. I mean, I may have been using Ask Jeeves still, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ask Jeeves. But because YouTube started, um, oh seven, right? Yeah. So Google was around. Yeah, Google. Yeah. yeah. My question is like, did people know to Google things? But Ask Jeeves. Yeah, I mean, Ask Jeeves was at you know still. Yeah, I could have swore I googled this after it was found out. Uh, Just like, oh shit, she did that, and you go, I went on Google. It's like, oh yeah, okay. Oh, cool. I forgot. I wanted that? to check. I wanted to check if she comes up to if it still comes up. But it'll be there. I mean, I'm sure it'll be there. I just forgot to check before this episode recording. So Toasty leaves and goes to of all people buckwild and bucky like i'm just surprised that collection of people were all together in that moment <laughs> so she's like yeah oh, is spreading rumors very untrue things about me and the other two ladies are like what like what is she saying 
Like, what is the big deal? And Toasty tells all of her business, like, what the rumors are. Bucky, in her talking head, feels so vindicated. She's like, I thought she was a stripper or a whore. But a porn star (laughs) caught me by surprise. And it's like, porn star is, like, the perfect medium in between. Like, I feel like people would say that it's like, oh, I didn't, I would have assumed stripper or porn star, not, you know, escort, like, not, like, you know, person who has sex for money, you know, like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like you would assume something, like, porn star is, like, perfectly, like, reasonably somewhere in between. Right. It was just, like, how she just said whore, so... Uh, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, no, that, was, that was really irritating. Like, just the yeah. way she threw it around. Like, and used horror and not just like, like, oh, a person yeah. who is promiscuous. It was literally like that was her synonym as person who has sex for money. Yeah. It was just, yeah. It was just a lot. Um, I just uh, looked up Toasty for you. Okay. How's it looking? I went on IMDb because I'm not trying to have that. Oh. Work. Um, but her nickname, according to IMDb, is Natalia Scissor Vixen. Get out. Huh. Yeah, she's also a Pisces. Oh my god! That's how. <laughs> okay, so I just Googled her incognito browser, but it says, uh, yikes, Toasty's boyfriend found dead at 30 is the second thing that comes up. Right. I mean, I hold on. Now I want to find her, like. It does say she has a sex tape. I mean, right. Wait, let's see. What comes up on? <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I mean, I was. I should have done this earlier. Oh, oh. What? No, no. You're Wait. saying things. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, first of all, she does one of those um, the tickled porns, like the documentary. Oh, okay. I never saw the documentary. The documentary is great. Watch the documentary. It's very, it's very interesting. So I Googled, you know, I went to Pornhub and looked up flavor of love, like toasty flavor of love. And uh New York and Hoops both have sex tapes on here. Everyone's and Bucky got one. Bucky's got one too. That's okay. Oh, well, nibbles, nibbles one we saw already. But oh, you're right. Yeah. Bucky Nibbles. Wait, it, did Nibbles have one before or after? Well, so Nibbles is that. more like, um, like stripping for the camera type thing. Oh, like okay. it's not okay. actually like sex. It's not even masturbation. Like it's just Nibbles? dancing. Yeah, we yeah, watched it last. It's just week. like seductive dancing. Yeah. Okay. And it looks like Bucky's is just her sucking dick. So, but. Hoops is hers getting her back blown out. So and and New York, good for her. Is Bucky the one that called someone a whore though? Yes. Uh, This is more like a sex. This is clearly like on somebody's camera phone that they leaked online. Nope, she's getting her back blown out too. So this is this one is more clearly like her somebody. These are all um, amateur that somebody leaked very clearly. Oh nope, hoop up. There's a. There's one of Toasty getting dinked. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. went all the way sideways. Yeah. Just have to do like a bonus like Patreon episode just reviewing and ranking everybody's sex tapes. <laughs> anyway, back okay. to the end of this scene. So after, you know, Bucky is convinced that she had she knew this whole time that Toasty was a stripper or a whore, Toasty is like, it was nice knowing you. 
and walks away. And Buckwild just keeps yelling after her to pray about it, which is like such uh, an odd suggestion given the context of the situation and like yeah. the context of where they are in general. So yeah. Toasty goes back to Flav's room and she's like, I quit. Meh. Like crying. And Flav's like, which okay. Which is pretty much an admission of guilt. Oh, yeah. 100%, especially because he, once he's like, okay, but like, why are you concerned about them? Like, be concerned about me. Like, didn't you come here for me and not these other women? And she immediately oh, yeah. starts crying. And he's like, if you're really going to let them get under your skin, like, then I feel like you're lying to me and you weren't really here for me. And he keeps trying to kind of remind her of that in different ways to calm her down. But then he flat out says, like, if you quit, like, I'm going to think that what Nibble said about you is true. And she's just like, why would you even say that? Like, so pissed off. And it's like, I cannot believe you're doing all this for something that is so easily proven. Like, you're doing a lot of theatrics when he straight up told you that he's going to check and it could be found. Like, I guess this is before people really understood how the internet worked. That, like, yeah. nothing ever really dies or disappears. Like, oh, they didn't know. Yeah, no one knew. Like, it was the beginning. Yeah. This was, I guess, this is probably why receipts exist now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. this is why, like, I mean, this is why, I mean, I was thinking about it today in the context of that girl licking the ice cream, where it's like, I'm so glad I did not grow up in an era where, like, Instagram and Snapchat existed. Yeah, it's so, well, it's just like everyone, uh, yeah, it's just seeing people just wanting to do things for clout. Like, even on Twitter, just like, see, like, you can tell. Yeah. And it's just kind of just is sucky, because you're just like, can people just. So everyone wants to be famous. Right, especially right. because like, teenagers are always going to do stupid shit. Yeah. But, like, it's different when you can have documented evidence of it and, like, consequences and whatever. Like, the worst thing we could have had was, like, you know, AIM chat logs and things like that. Or, like, yeah. a surprise three-way calls, you know? Yeah, basically, like, Mean Girls. Yeah, like, that kind of stuff. Like, that was about as bad as it got in terms of receipts. It's just interesting. Well, it's like all those people, I mean, all the little racist kids getting in trouble. I mean, right. Well, I mean, I appreciate it for that purpose. Yeah. But, (laughs) you know, whatever. So basically, he ultimately kind of, once she realizes that admitting, that by quitting, she'd be admitting to guilt, she decides to stay. She, in her talking head, is like, fuck you, Nibbles. I don't do porn. And that these girls can gossip about me all they want, but I know the truth. And the truth is that you did fucking porn. Like, what? Yeah. I hate when people lie like this. It's just like, I mean, everybody lies. But, like, it's different when you are really just, like, owning your lie like that. Right. It was just, yeah, it was just such a weird circumstance. I honestly feel like, like, like now as we're talking about the episode, is that the the literally the reason why that little dance competition was like six minutes was because they knew what this was happening <laughs> yeah, was yeah like, they knew this yeah. was coming yeah and it's just like it's crazy but also it's just kind of like why lie about it like honestly she probably would have been fine if she owned up to it that's literally a recurring theme throughout this entire franchise where if you just would tell the truth although he says something that kind of makes me skeptical of that but we can get to that shortly because we're finally at elimination 
Nibbles is, I love this, that it always works out where it's like the person who isn't going to go home is like terrified. And the person who is going to go home is like, it's fine. I'm fine. You know, so Nibbles is terrified. Like she's going to go home if Flav hasn't found anything yet. And Toasty is like, I'm, I'm good. Like, cause I don't do porn. (laughs) Somehow crazy, somehow crazy turns this into an opportunity to talk about herself. She's like, I heard there's some other drama going on, but like, I'm not ready to go home yet. So I hope it's not me. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, I thank God Buckwild, I hate to say this, but thank God Buckwild is the only one with some sense. <laughs> that she's like, she's <laughs> that's really what tickled you. That's really what <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, you're right. That like, and this because this is always like one of my biggest pet peeves during eliminations, but like Buckwild, because she, as she brought mentioned in episode one, was like raised by television, she has the good sense to go, uh, so since there's other shit going on in the house that I'm not involved in, I guess I'm safe. Right. Like That's pretty much it. So the elimination order is as follows. Crazy is first picked. Mm. Again, I think to placate her. From not being a fucking, you know, from not, for her not going off the handle emotionally. Delicious is second. This was weird to me because he goes, you know what time it is? And she goes, yep. I didn't notice that. That's it. Like all she does is go, yep. And then she gives her the clock and she goes, thank you. And turns right around. Like, what are you getting a test back? (laughs) Like, like, be a little bit more excited, you fucking miserable bitch. Um, I wonder if it's because she wasn't picked first. So that was oh uh, maybe if you ain't first or last so yeah. bucky is third because he says he didn't get to connect with her yet sure beautiful is fourth i don't know if anything else happens i'm like excited for them to get to her because i'm i, I totally forgot what she ultimately goes home for so no idea i have no recollection i basically have no recollection recollection of her on the show almost at all i like forget she's, she's there forgettable. I know, yeah. but she's like she, she's like cute. Like, there's no reason. For, I guess because she's not like in the drama like that. Does she have the the bump it pompadour? Yeah, yes. the bump it. Okay, yes, she's got like oh. full on snooky hair. Like, really, like if she wasn't so forgettable, that she could have gotten credit for that before it was a thing. Oh, sure. so boots is after that, then Buckwild, and like that. So then it comes down to his famous. Obviously, they are not human beings. Two bodies, one clock. There are still at this point about four minutes worth of show time left. So you know some shit is going to go down. He then says two girls who he really likes a lot does not call them women, but at least they're people this time. Sentient beings. He asks Nibbles if she's being truthful. She says she'll never be anything but... He then kind of tells the room, like, oh, I went to, to like, well, this is obvious. You can tell how it's going to go at this point because he's like, listen, I told Toasty, you know, are, did you, do you do porn? And she said, no, Flav, I would never, Flav, I'm not lying to you. He looks at her again and goes, so are you lying to me? And she's like, no. And he reaches into his back pocket and pulls out what is on a viewer end a completely blurred out piece of paper, which is for the best, to be honest with you. I mean, like that gives of, us the description. Well, Our right, fingers. we get a little bit of a description. Wait, wait, wait. So we'll, we'll get to that uh, because that's is that adding line? to her. No, it's not a line because, but it's just adding to her um, 
sex negativity icon. Yes. Status. So I felt really bad for her in this moment because obviously all the other girls are like gasping and laughing, but like she looks in that moment like really kind of like crushed and embarrassed. And I don't know if that's because she got found out and like called out as being, you know, a liar or if it was like because it really is like a painful memory from her past. Yeah. I don't know. She I don't know. She could have been in a tight that. situation. Yeah. Yeah, like I was thinking, yeah, that experience itself of that happening and then him like showing the photo was was extremely uncomfortable because it was just kind of like, I understand, that moment was for TV, like the, you know, but it does suck because it was just kind of like, now all these people get to see this image of her that clearly she was trying to hide and it was just kind of like, and especially too. Because, like, I feel like there had to probably be a reason why she was lying. I I mean, I hope that her family's not, like, watching this or whatever. But, like, if she's, you know, lying for a particular reason, then, like, you know, it's different when he just kind of says, like, well, I found some results and whatever. Like, just name some random videos. And she could be, like, she could go home and be, like, oh, they did that for TV. But to, like, literally hold up a picture is, like, a very different yeah i don't know and it also felt very i don't know like that felt like crossing a line to me yeah. like i get why he had to do it but like why he felt like he had to do it or why producers yeah. felt like they had to do it but you don't necessarily have i mean to but like you, you didn't even need I mean, especially if you're gonna blur the whole thing out yeah you're just mad because you wanted to see the fucking picture i mean i did but that's not the point <laughs> terrible so i i did i i didn't I I might make this iconic line of the week because I just laughed at Buck Wild going. I could not believe it. I saw Toasty's naked little little vagina. Just the way she says vagina really cracks me up. Like yeah. you, you just to, like she just like went straight to the point. So he says he does say during this moment that he doesn't want to be with quote no porno star. So is this a matter of her being honest or the fact that she does porn or, you know, well, what? I think, well, like, if you think about how guys are, no offense, Mike, guys are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> but, especially during this time, you know, like, yeah, I mean. But, like, that's, like, the, the thought that they have where it's, like, they're allowed, I, to me personally, where it's kind of just, like, oh, guys can do whatever they want but girls can't well especially because how many people are running around this planet like thinking that a woman's vagina actually gets loose from a dick yeah spoiler alert for those of you who don't know that's not how that works Uh. like like literally like you would have to have a baby head sized dick for it to make any sort of actual effect honestly that sounds terrible so. I know exactly <laughs> far away from me as humanly possible, Shaq. Like poor, oh. poor fucking hoops. I just I think about it way more than I should. So Nibbles is relieved that Toasty was called out as a liar again. Sex positivity because it has nothing to do with feeling vindicated that she slut shamed her. It is purely just like you fucked with me and you lied about it, and like that's what you get. Yeah. He Flav tells Toasty that he liked her a lot and he trusted her, but she lied, so she had to go. So it's like, what is well, we'll get to that. So she says that 
she's trying to talk to him at this point, Toasty, and Flav's like, well, there's nothing else to say. She keeps trying to defend herself and saying that she doesn't consider it porn. Yeah. That was- Which, based on the definition that we get, because at first it's like, okay, if it's just her vagina, but if they have to blur the whole thing, I mean, obviously they might have blurred the whole thing out for dramatic yeah. effect. Yeah. But sex negativity icon like that says her fingers ain't where girl fingers are supposed to be unless you're washing which is the most country she's from jersey city but that's the most country shit i've ever heard yeah it was it was such not that's also that's bucky or boots wait the one later on that says whoever said it oh no that was like that that. oh that was like that oh i almost forgot about her um yeah, no, she's like, she was literally just like, basically the implication, which is, which now I'm wondering, because if it's a picture of her, like, masturbating, it's like, does that necessarily mean that she does porn or she just did, you know, like, where's the yeah. nuance there? Because it's, it's implied that she is, it's just like a masturbating selfie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's fully blurred because there's like a guy behind her or something. Who knows? Well, she said her yeah. fingers are there, so. Yeah. Where they're not supposed to be unless you're washing. Get the fuck out of here. But she's in her talking head as she's, you know, leaving. Toasty is crying because she says she didn't want things to end on this note. And that she's a sweet person and a good person. Which I'm like, that made me kind of sad for her. You know, like, doing yeah. porn doesn't make you a bad person. And, like, it, it it's really the fact, like, what she's not understanding is it's not about, again, it's not about the porn. It's the fact that she lied and... So this part was very confusing to me because this is how you know she's fucking a liar. So she's like, I, he found something in my past that I am ashamed of and it didn't even cross my mind to tell him. So it's like, are you ashamed of it or did you not think that it was a big enough deal? She didn't think she would get caught. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean like, that's all that's all that to say i didn't think i would get caught yeah because it's either you're ashamed of it or you know you either know that it's bad or you don't because why yeah you can't say that you forgot about it but it was this horrible embarrassing thing from your past like right hello old nibbles right exactly how how can you forget to tell or did you not think it was that big like if you didn't think it was that big of a deal why did you feel the need to lie about it right fucking story so Flav at this point reminds all of the women that the elimination tonight, again, was not the result of any sort of bullshit in their past, but it's because she lied. He gives them another opportunity to be like, please don't fucking lie to me. Please keep it real. At this point, again, I'm very confused because he says he doesn't want a porn star, but then says it's about the lying. So what is the truth? Right. Obviously, at this point, Nibbles gets the final clock. Bucky, again, is talking about herself, saying, oh, I knew. I knew she was a stripper or a whore. And it's like, she's neither of those things. But yeah. go off, I guess. It's just funny because, like, it it was, what, early 2000s? And this is this person sounding. And I'm like, you sound like you're from the 1950s. <laughs> That's true. Like, who's calling you? whore like that like you know i feel like whore especially at this point like it's not like we all didn't throw around no i know but it's it's the context in which she's using it because it's like nobody at this point was using whore as uh as another term for prostitute 
or sex worker, whore was more like promiscuous. Yeah. Yeah. And she's using it like sex work. So like weird. Like it's like very weirdly preachy and judgmental. Again, also very bizarre because back to last week, I think it was last week where Bucky answered the question out of the bowl, like, what's your fantasy? And she's like, I want to have sex in front of an audience. So it's like, Wait, how do you think that? that or Bucky, oh, the one Bucky. that's saying, the one that's saying stripper or whore. Oh. So her, she straight out said with zero, you know, sense of irony that her fantasy is having sex in front of an audience. Well, Oh, no. What I do you think the internet is, sis? I know. An audience. I hate to break it to you. She wants people there. She literally, she's literally right. That's to me like a different, again, not trying to kink shame, but it's like, if you're not aware of the irony of having sex in front of an audience, but it's like, oh, so you just want like physical people in the room watching you? That's, that's the difference, I guess. Sure. So Flav obviously does the same disgusting thing where he pours the champagne out on the carpet. Bucky then says, oh, you know, the numbers are dwindling. She's, well, she doesn't say dwindling, but she <laughs> she says that she's cool with a lot of the other women, but told them it's a competition that she's trying to win. Interesting juxtaposition with like that, who says she's stressing that she's really competing for Flav's love and that she's really going to be competing to win because she really wants to be with Flav. Just an interesting juxtaposition about who is there for Flav and who really wants to win. The yeah. bonus scene is kind of funny on 2B TV. It's just Flav dancing during that moment. I'm just, he's doing a lot of goofy shit. He's like fake swimming on the floor and he's jumping around. The only thing I really have of note of this is that he can jump back up pretty quickly for a man of his advanced age. Yeah. And health and previous drug habit, I, bet he I guess. I dance when he was younger. I don't think he can. I think Little he just is style. like fucking ADHD. Just like a little goofball with too much energy. So, and does shit for attention. You know, like he's not That's actually true. dancing for talent, just like doing it for attention. Yeah, he's something else. But truly oh, something. But yeah, the pouring, I, every time he pours the, out, the bottle out onto the carpet, it stresses me out because there's literal floor right next to it. And I'm like, can you just pour it over there? Can you do it on a place that's a lot easier to clean and, like, won't get you your deposit back? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's all I keep thinking about. And then also, it bought, I, it's good, it's, no matter what, it's because it's, it's because it's Flav and everyone just kisses him all the time. And I'm just like, this really bothers me a lot. But I'm not, like, shamey about it. It's just that. It's not about the kissing him. It's about the fact that you're kissing him after a line of other people just have. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, uh, well, I mean, also the fact that it's him. it's fucking disgusting so anyway on that note that brings us to the end of our episode Mm -hmm. what what did you think about this mess kalila not our not our show (laughs) you obviously loved being on our show but i mean the episode itself (laughs) we are a mess i was i was actually surprised at how entertained i was because i was like right i wasn't you know, I was just like, I don't know. I haven't seen these in a while, so I wasn't sure what I was going to expect. And I was like, oh, I like that I got the dancing episode. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then too, I was just like, man, it was just interesting just to see these people and like that time period. But also, yeah, I was I was shocked about how shamey it was, and then also just 
I mean, I guess this is what the problematic part part of the, yeah. the show. Um, it's weird that I'm like that moment between Nibbles and Toasty at the end where wasn't sure who was going to go home. I was actually really nervous about that. <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, Isn't oh my God, so I can't fun. believe I'm having this feeling. <laughs> right? Isn't this so fun that you're getting that same, like, because you generally kind of remember, I mean, obviously you have a better sense of like the fact that it doesn't ultimately work out for anybody. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. like a really decent flavor of love. Like, obviously it doesn't pan out for anybody. So, I mean, you you have a general idea of how you think it's going to go, but, like, in that moment when it literally comes down to a random episode elimination, like, you don't remember. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. I mean, also, just, if you're going to talk shit, make sure you didn't tell that person that you're talking shit about everything I mean, about you. That's just, like, <laughs> a good, like, life advice. Like, yeah. don't, like, insult your enemy. Or not, don't insult the person who knows all of your fucking secrets. Right. Or like talk shit, get hit. Basically, is what Basically, happens. Basically, get hit in the fucking, get hit on your way out the door. Yeah. More or less. Just what a disaster. Yeah. Whew, Mike, was... don't you have a question? Oh, we're going to say. What do a you Well, I mean, it's, I feel like this was a lot of this, but do you agree with who went home? And if not, who would you have swapped with? Oh, I totally agree. Oh, man, that's hard. Because I feel like, yeah, Toasty should have gone home. Yeah, no, I'm with you because I feel like it's like, if she would have just been honest and had been sent home or had like lied about it at first and then kind of came clean at the end or something like that, then like, then I would have felt bad about it. But it's like, you had a lot of opportunities to tell the truth. This wouldn't even have probably happened in this way if you hadn't been talking shit in the first place. Yeah. About your friend and like somebody who really tried to like make an effort to be nice to you about it and like tried to have a nice conversation and you just kept lying and doubling down and, yes. you know, like all of that changes it from being like, I feel kind of bad for you to being like, well, I feel bad for you, but you did this to yourself. Right. And no one else really seen this episode to do anything. No. Like, I was, yeah, yeah, I said this earlier, but when I watched the premiere, I just wanted to be, like, familiarized with all the girls who were on the show and then who had left. And I was just, like, thankful that Spunky and something weren't there. Because Uh, if either of those two were in this episode, I would have said either either one home over. Oh my god, I'm so glad. I'm so glad Spunky went home. Like literally, I'm I'm currently editing one of the episodes that we recap that she's in, and like even thinking about her, like literally, I felt like there's several times where I call her Sparky and Spunky, and I or I can't remember her name like or something like that where i'm like wow i really hate her like my brain like rejects that she's a person who exists yeah so she's she terrible. Just terrible and something's just weird yeah oh yeah well what's funny is because that episode was the one where somebody poops i originally thought it was toasty <laughs> because of just how drunk she was i said it wasn't feel like i kind of thought that that was it too i I, and I remember kind of, I think at the time, thinking like, oh, there's, that's that's who it has to be. Because the only time I've ever seen an adult person or heard about an adult person pooping themselves, it's because they were like blackout drunk. Right. 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our story, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, on that note, I guess <laughs> we'll wrap things up here. Kalila, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Leela L I L A H zero one awesome i was gonna say i'm not sure if i'm following you so i'm gonna go do that right now (laughs) welcome (laughs) uh, you can find us as a show on facebook at rewind the love podcast you can find us on twitter and instagram at at rewind love pod you can find me personally on Twitter at Sonia Marie says. You can find me at Mr. Feeney 519. Then uh, everyone, you know what time it is. Kalila, you will always get a clock from us. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Once again, everyone, please do not forget to rate, review, subscribe. Rate five stars, please. Keep spreading the word. Yeah. Uh, then that's pretty much it, I think. Thanks Wraps so up much, this Kalila. Episode. Yeah, thank <laughs> no, you. Thank you. How much fun taking this trip down memory lane. Yes. <laughs> Just all the capris. So many capris. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye.